0: Wyoming Cowboys are two wins away from repeating as Division 4 state champions in Ohio and tonight they'll take a look to take a trip back to Canton as they take on the Clyde Flyers in a Division 4 state semifinal game. But good evening everybody from Impact Stadium at Marysville High School in Marysville, Ohio. I'm Richard Skinner along with producer engineer Zach Guadel. The Wyoming Cowboys have won 28 straight games dating back to losing the regional championship game in 2017 to Clinton Massey and in those 28 wins they've outscored the opposition 1,093-180 to 180. Or in better terms, they've outscored teams by an average of 39 to 6.5. They won all 15 games last season. They've won all 13 games this season. And they need two more wins to repeat as Division IV state champions. Wyoming got to this point in the playoffs with a win over Milton Union in round 149-18. Then knocked off Indian Hill, their Cincinnati Hills League rival in round 227-7. And last week knocked off Valley View 33-0. The postseason at this point has been a personal playground for quarterback Evan Prater of Wyoming. He's accounted for 15 touchdowns in the three playoff wins, 13 rushing, two passing, and on the season, he has accounted for 48 touchdowns, 27 rushing, and 21 passing. The UC commit has certainly been dynamic over the last two-plus seasons of high school football. Clyde got to this point after going 6-4 and four in the regular season against a schedule that featured six Division III teams, five Division III teams, rather, a Division II and a Division I and only three Division IV teams. They entered the playoffs with a 6-4 and four record and is the number eight seed in Region 14, but promptly knocked off the one seed Keystone 28-20, then down Shelby 35-21 before beating Ottawa Glandorf last week 17-10 to get to this point. Clyde is no stranger to the playoffs. This is their 15th appearance all time. They've claimed five regional titles. They won a state championship back in 1995, and they've been in the playoffs six of the last seven years, missing only in 2017. So this is certainly an accomplished program. Wyoming, though, making its 25th playoff appearance. Looking to make that repeat state championship, over the last four seasons, Wyoming has compiled a 52-2 record, the only two losses coming in the playoffs, in 2016 to Alter in the regional championship game, and in 2017 to Clint Massey in the regional championship game as well. Wyoming's already out on the field. They come out tonight in their all-blue uniform tops and bottoms with the white numerals, white piping down the sides, and the white helmets with the blue W on the side. Clyde rushes on the field across the way in their... White uniform tops, yellow uniform bottoms with dark numerals, dark lettering on the front, yellow helmets with their decal on the side of it as well. This is a beautiful new stadium here in Marysville. It's a turf surface, as are most high school stadiums. This stadium just three months old and certainly a very nice venue for this Division IV state semifinal game. The weather tonight, it has been raining most of the day. It is not raining currently but it has been, we've seen the wind blowing off and on. It's certainly a cold night, but not a brutally cold night, kind of raw, if you will. And it looks like the rain has probably subsided. So that's the good part. And of course, with this surface, the turf playing surface, it's able to absorb a lot of that and really didn't see any of the water coming off the field as players went through pregame warmups. Wyoming won, uh, won the toss, opted to defer to the second half. So they will kick it away. And we're about set for the Division IV State semifinals. The winner to move on to, we believe, a Saturday championship game next week in Canton. It's, uh, it's expected to be, it looks like, mid-afternoon. And the winner of this will take on the winner of the other semifinal, Newark Licking Valley and Poland Seminary. That being played tonight at Paul brown Maslin tiger Stadium. Why do we go on right to left as you look at whatever listening device you're listening to us on, be it your iPhone, iPad, tablet, computer. We're glad you could have you are with us. We're glad we can bring it to you as ESP Media brings you Wyoming State semifinal football. It'll be A.J. Washenko to kick it off for the Cowboys. He's just waiting to get it on the tee. The crowd ready. Trio of deep men back for Clyde. Deepest of them is Nick Webb, who starts at free safety on defense. Also back there, Chase Berger and William Lozier. This is a Clyde team that's, Pretty well balanced, Ryan Lozier, the quarterback, threw for 1,500 yards in the regular season. Gunnar Golden, the running back, ran for about 800, so pretty balanced team. They have been susceptible to the run game, which has certainly been a Wyoming strength. Evan Prater, we mentioned he had the 15 touchdowns he's accounted for in the postseason, 13 rushing. Statistically, he's rushed for 446 yards in the three playoff wins, and passing-wise is 20 of 29 for 289 yards, the two touchdowns and the one interception. He has just been certainly spectacular, as has this defense all season long. It's a defense that in the regular season allowed just 4.2 points per game. In the postseason has allowed a little more than that, but still only 25 points in the three games, including the shutout of Valley View last week. Good turnout from the Wyoming contingent. You can hear the cowbells down in front of us. The Clyde faithful across the way. This is a kind of a two separated, I guess, if you will, cheering sections where one team is on one side, one on the other, Wyoming is on the side closest to us, Clyde on the side furthest away from us, and they actually have a section in the end zone for the band and the student section as well. So Washenko has it teed up, a little bit of wind blowing, more circular than anything else as Washenko moves on the football and we are underway. It's a side winding kick that running up the field, it's gonna be Berger at the 15 across the 20, near sideline 25, 30, and runs his way up to the 35 and maybe up to the 36 yard line and that is where Clyde will start offensively, first and 10. It's a Clyde offense that doesn't go with a ton of spread look. They do have a tight end, usually, in the ball game. And, of course, that staunch 3-4, 4-3 defense that Wyoming will play. So first down play, they marked it at the 35 on the near hash mark. Send one receiver to the right formation. That's Adam Koviak. Double wingbacks each way. Golden alone running back. And from under center is going to be Lozier, the quarterback. Since a man in motion going left, bobbles the snap. Got it, picked it up, and doesn't get much. Got maybe the line of scrimmage as he came down the line on the option play. Cut it up, and Bo Thomas was right there to stop him for no gain. Now they'll give him a yard, eeked out to the 36-yard line. So similar to the offense that we saw a week ago from Valley View with the double wings, the single setback and the quarterback would occasionally go from the shotgun, but a lot of times was under center and a lot of movement trying to get Wyoming to move. This time he'll go from the shotgun with running backs on either side of it. Ryan Lozier has one receiver right, a wing back left. Now he sends a man in motion coming to the right side. That's Kobiak. From the shotgun, takes the snap, left-hander fires. It's gonna be caught by Riemann on the near side up across the 40 to the 43 before he's run out of bounds by Juke Mitchell. So Carson Riemann, the leading receiver, 6'495 195 495-pound senior. Just a quick shot from Ryan Lozier, the left-handed quarterback. And he'll be a couple of yards short of the first down. They'll mark him at the 43, so third and two. And Riemann quickly splits wide left. They're on the hash mark to the right. They've got a wing back, Caden Berger, on a wing right. Two running backs side by side in the backfield. That's Nick Webb, and next to him is Golden. Lozier gonna go from under center, looks at a four-man front, turns, hands Golden off right guard, he bangs across the 45 to the 48-yard line, still has not gone down, finally does so, but not before, the big fella, Gunner Golden, 5'11", 200 pounds, and he looks bigger than that, that's what they list him at. He just looks like a bowling ball, and he bowls his way up to the 48 for a first down on the opening drive, and very quickly Clyde going with some tempo. They're going to go with a different formation. Trip set to the left, the open side of the field. Golden to the right of Lozier and the shotgun clapped his hands twice. Now looks over to the sideline for the offensive play. Now he walks up under center, see if he goes from there. He's just saying something to his lineman. Now he'll back up and go to the gun. Resets Golden to his left. Four-man Wyoming front on first down. Turns, hands, Golden comes straight ahead and plows his way across the 50. and Might have gotten into Wyoming territory to the 49-yard line or so. Bo Thomas on the bottom of the pile again, got some help from Chris Guest on the tackle, but not before a pickup of three to the Wyoming 49-yard line. So, so far Clyde showing a bunch of different formations, different personnel groupings, trying to see what that Wyoming defense will do to adjust. They'll come with the trip set again, three receivers to the left, off the hash mark to the right. So that's the open side of the field. Golden to the left of Lozier, who's in the shotgun, looks over at the sideline, now looks back. Waits the shotgun snap, takes it, gonna swing it out to the outside. It's caught at the 47, running to the 50 far side. 45 to the 40, and all the way to the 38-yard line goes Nick Webb. Juke Mitchell was in chase and couldn't quite get there. And Webb finally's banged out down at the 39-yard line. That's going to be another first down for Clyde. So good start to the game for the Flyers. This time they'll go from the hash mark to the left, so they flip the completely flip the sides of the field. This time, Raymond comes wide right. They'll go with a wing back each way. Two tight ends in the game as well. Golden Alone running back from under center is Lozier. Now he sent a man web in motion off the wing left. He stops, comes back, and now the whole team looks to the sideline to get the play call. So again, Lozier goes back under center, looks at that four-man front. Four-four look, it looks like. Now there comes a man in motion. They're going to hand it off to him coming right as Webb has a hole. 35-30, cuts right, 25, and down to the 24-yard line before Will sure the safety, saved the touchdown. They'll mark it down to the 23. So Webb, who was lined up on a wing left, came in motion. They just handed it off to him on a quick run around the end, and he had a great blocking and takes it to the 24, make it the 23, and they're right back to the line of scrimmage. Under center now is going to look over to the side. Is now Webb and Golden are in the backfield side by side. Reiman flanked out wide left, the open side of the field. Good start for Clyde here offensively. And now they're going to go to the shotgun with Webb to the right, Golden to the left. Now Webb comes in motion out of the backfield, going left to join Reiman out that way. Now he'll slot himself. The snap taken, gonna look out to the left. Fires out that way, Rehman makes the catch on the run. Across the 20, inside the 15, and he's gonna take it all the way to the 13 yard line. Just a quick pass to the outside. That's a first down, down to the 13 yard line as he swung it out to Rehman. Got a block out there from Webb, who was the slot man. And riemann has got a first down down to the Wyoming 12 yard line. We played just about three minutes of this opening quarter, first drive of the game, and Clyde is on the march. Again, double wing back set. Closure goes from under center. Now he's going to look back up and look to the sideline. Looks at the play. He's got Cadenberger on a wing right, Webb on a wing left, two tight ends set, and the receiver, Riemann, to the left. They're on that hash mark, so that's the close side. of There comes Webb in motion going right, gets the handoff, runs straight ahead, takes it inside the 10, and might have gotten all the way to the 8-yard line. Before there, to tackle him from behind was Bo Thomas. So a nice gainer on first down, they'll mark it down at the eight, make it second and five for the Wyoming eight. And again, Clyde going with the tempo. Two tight end look again. Double wings as well. Actually they've got, kind of an unbalanced look to the right. Here's Lozier, turns, hands to Golden, off right guard, he goes, and he bowls his way into the end zone for a Clyde touchdown. The impressive 65-yard drive to open the game, and Gunner Golden goes in from seven yards out to put Clyde on the board. at 6-0 where they don't want to go here in the first quarter. And on the attempt to attempt the point after will be Victor Guzman Moreno. Right-footed soccer-style kicker, Caden Olson will do the holding. The long snapper's Hank Webb. Snap is a good one, the hold is down, the kick on the way is up, and it is good. And Clyde has come right out, driven 65 yards, and has Wyoming down early. 8.01 to go first quarter, it's Clyde 7, Wyoming nothing. This is Wyoming Cowboys football from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Here at Impact Stadium at Marysville High School in Marysville. Richard Skinner, Zach Waddell. Clyde on its first possession goes right down the field. It's a Clyde team that scored over 40 points six time, five times this season. Was held only under 28 points two time, three times. Once by DeSales in the opener, their Division II team. By Sandusky, a Division III team when they scored 21. And then last week in the win over Ottawa glandorf there's Guzman Reno's kickoff. It's going to roll on the ground. It's going to be fielded back on the 13-yard line across the 20 to the 25. And banged down hard right there was Sam Taylor who returned it. And that's where Evan Prater and the Wyoming offense will start its first possession of the game. So Evan Prater, so far in the postseason, 15 touchdowns accounted for, 13 rushing, 2 passing, 48 touchdowns accounted for on the season, 27 rushing, 21 passing. He has just been spectacular, the UC commit. And he finds himself in his offensive group down very quickly, 7-0. We'll start from the 27-yard line. Off the hash mark to the right. Mitchell and Pagan are wide left. They're going to hand it to Bo Thomas, straight ahead. He runs, picking his way across the 30, all the way up to the 33-yard line. He goes for a good gainer on first down for Bo Thomas. There to make the stop for Clyde was Frank Fultz. Second down for Wyoming. Prater in the shotgun, has Thomas to his right. Two receivers left, one right. Prater takes it, hands Thomas. Trying to pick his way, comes off the tackle, across the 35, up to the 40, bangs his way to the 42 yard line. Good run back to back by Bo Thomas. It was Caden Berger who made the tackle. But back-to-back good runs for Thomas gets a first down. And Wyoming gets some tempo. They huddled but very quickly to the line of scrimmage. Prater in the shotgun, and he's going to look over to the sideline. He's got Kadish wide right, Mitchell, and Pagan left. Pagan the slot man, Thomas beside Prater in the shotgun. Brayner takes it, hands it off again. Thomas trying to run right. He's in some trouble. He's going to be tackled for a loss back at the 38-yard line. Coming unblocked that time was Jack Morrison, the defensive end, and he drops Bo Thomas for a loss of three. Up front for Wyoming, they go like this. Coben Wellman, sophomore center, six foot two fifteen. The right guard, Sam Martin, 6'3", 215. The left guard, Chris Guest, foot 205. We'll set the tackles after this second down play. Well, now they look to the sideline. Harrison Shepard, the left tackle, 6'5", 250 Davis, the right tackle is 6'2, 180 and a freshman. Here's the snap back. Prater just going to run it himself to the right, trying to find some running room. Dances away across the 40, lowers his shoulder, gets to the 44. So we'll get a decent gain of six, but it's going to be third and long for Wyoming from there. That was just a straight quarterback run for Prater. He took it and just ran it on a sweep. It was Morrison again who made the tackle, got some help from Derek Coleman. So third and eight Wyoming at its own 44-yard line. We're a little over halfway through this opening quarter. Thomas comes out, and they're going to bring an extra wide receiver. Sam Taylor in. He's in part of a trip set to the left, kind of a wishbone formation out wide left. Kadish by himself to the right. The left is the open side of the field. Prater takes the snap, drops the throw, wants to set up the middle screen, does so. Has O'Gara, and he's not going to get there. Got to maybe the 48 yard line, and that is all as they read the screen and snuffed it out pretty well. Frank Foltz, Walker Britt combined on the tackle, and it's going to be punt time for Wyoming. As A.J. Washenko will come in to punt it. Back deep in twin safeties for Clyde are William Lozier and Caden Olson. They stand at their own 15, and Washenko stands back on his 15 to await the snap. Snap is a good, no, it's a low one. Oh, he almost caught that on a knee. He did catch it on a knee. They're gonna roll him down at the 35 yard line. Washenko had to go down to a knee to get it. And his knee touched the ground at the 34 yard line, they'll mark it. So the snap might've got caught in the wind because it just all of a sudden died. And Washenko caught it on a knee at the 34. And that was a good call. It was a bad break for Wyoming, but no question he went down to a knee to get it. And Clyde's gonna have it on the Wyoming 34 yard line with 5.01 to go in this opening quarter. Up seven, nothing. Clyde finished the regular season unranked in the Associated Press. Ohio High School Athletic Association poll. Wyoming finished number one. And very quickly Clyde making a statement early. Getting a nice break there. There's a handoff golden off right guard. He goes and he goes nowhere. O'Gara along with Jared Hancock, the linebacker stopped him after a gain of one to the 33 yard line. Big series here for both teams even in the early going. Clyde does not huddle. They're looking over to the sideline. Now they walk to the line of scrimmage. It's Carson Reeman wide left. Wing back to the right. Two running backs. Webb to the left of Blozier, Golden to the right in the shotgun. And now they're both going to set to the left of the quarterback. And now it's actually going to be Webb who takes the direct snap in the Wildcat. He gets inside the 30 down to the 28-yard line. So they reset the backfield and it was Nick Webb, the running back wing back who took the direct snap. And he carries it down to the 27 yard line where it'll be third and three. Clyde pulling out all kinds of action formations in this first quarter of play. And doing it with success. Third and three from the Wyoming 27 yard line. Wing back each way. Just one wide out to the left. That's the closed side of the field. It's Riemann. Out of the shotgun, taking the snap, running it straight ahead inside the 25 and plowing his way to the 24 was Ryan Lozier, the quarterback, and he should have the first down. And he does. So a first down for Clyde as Lozier just took the direct snap and kept it himself. First hit there by Sam Martin, the senior two-way player. But Clyde's got a first down at the Wyoming 24-yard line. They have done it with tempo, they've done it with formation, they're trying to take advantage of a break when washenko caught that last punt snap on a knee at the 34. Double wing backs each way. One wide out, wide left. Now in motion goes Webb to the right hand at the Golden straight head, big hole inside the 20. Bangs his way to inside the 15 and down to the 13. He just ran over Jared Hancock at the 15 yard line and barreled his way to the 13, and that's going to be another first down for Clyde. Just a quick trap inside to Golden, the fullback. And right back to the line of scrimmage comes Clyde. Now they'll go to the line and then they'll usually look to the sideline. Hope oh, they're just gonna snap it. They give it to Golden, off right guard. He goes and he's submarine. O'Gara got him low that time at the 11 yard line after a gain of two. Most of the time they've been going with tempo and then they'll go under center and look over to the coaching staff. That time they snapped it quickly. Raymond comes wide right. Again, they snap it fast. Here's Golden, off left tackle. He goes inside the five, still on his feet. Down to the one yard line. He ripped right through a tackle attempt by Bo Thomas and sure the safety finally got him and it's first and goal Clyde on the Wyoming one yard line already up 7-0 and they're right back to the line of scrimmage. Turn, hand, golden, straight ahead, walks into the end zone off right guard for a Clyde touchdown and Wyoming is quickly down 13-0 in a quick first quarter stunner to this point. 2.24 to go opening quarter and Clyde Drove on the first possession, 65 yards. Now they drive 34 yards, and Gunnar Golden gets his second touchdown of the night. This one from a yard out. It'll be Victor Guzman Moreno to try to point after. Snap a good one, the hold is down. The kick on the way is right down the middle and good. Well, how about the start to this one? Still a long way to go, but 2.24 to go, opening quarter. It's Clyde 14, Wyoming nothing. This is Wyoming Cowboys Playoff Football from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
2: At Robert Half, we know finding the right employees is a job in itself, and it's a job we love. You see, Robert Half isn't just a staffing firm. We're people. People who believe in finding the right people to fit your company's needs. Because employees who are a good fit are more productive, more engaged. Finding a great candidate isn't easy, but at Robert Half, we know it's possible. Robert Half, the experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Learn more at roberthalf.com radio.
0: Welcome back here to Impact Stadium in Marysville, Marysville High School, the site. Beautiful new facility, just three months old, and right now, not treating the Wyoming Cowboys very well as they move on the football. That had to be offsides. Yeah, there's clearly a the kicker for whatever reason, Guzman Moreno, he stopped before he kicked the football, and there were about five or six Clyde players that had crossed the line, and the line judge right there to easily throw the flag, so Clyde gonna have to kick this from five yards further back. Sure, why he did the stutter step before he tried to kick it, but he did. Guzman Moreno in the program is listed as wearing 39, but he's wearing 38 tonight, kind of like Evan Prater for Wyoming, who is listed as wearing three, but once again wearing two in honor of Elijah McGee. So here we go. Guzman Moreno will kick it off again. Moves on the football. And he just squibs it along the ground. And it's going to be picked up by Bo Thomas at the 30. Runs across the 35 to the 40. Across the 45 and up to the 47-yard line. Ball came loose. I don't know if he was down or not. There is a scramble for it. There's no signal yet. Looked like Thomas was down. But no signal either way. And if not, I think even a Wyoming player fell on the football. And they did. As there to fall on it, if it was indeed a fumble, was the starting lineman Chris Guest. So second possession for Wyoming, down 14 to nothing already. 2.18 to go, opening quarter. They'll start though with great field position at their own 47-yard line. This is also a Clyde defense that in its losses, gave up 25 to the sales, 49 to Columbia in a D3 school, 34 to Sandusky, a D3 school, and 41 to Norwalk in overtime, and they're also a D3 school. The freshman C.J. Hester now in there as a running back. Two receivers left, one to the right. Prater out of the shotgun, has Hester to his right. Fakes it to him, going to drop to throw. Sets his feet, now scrambles off the right. He's got all kinds of running room. Across the 45-50, far side 45, running for the boundary and runs out of bounds. He might even be short of the first down at the 44, but Evan Prater pretty smart at not taking a hit when he doesn't have to. And that time he ran out of bounds about a yard shy of the first down, down to the Clyde 44-yard line. But once he got flushed to the right, there was nobody on that side for Clyde, and he just galloped his way for the first down. Wyoming trying to answer down 14-nothing. Two receivers left, one to the right, O'Gara the wing back left, now he resets to a wing on the right. Hester to the left of Prater, the shotgun takes the snap, gonna run an option left. Cuts back inside and now he's just gonna dive his way for the first down down to the 42 yard line. They defended it pretty well and then Prater did the smart thing. He realized he was hemmed in and just dove for the first down and he's got it down to the Clyde 42. So a pickup of a couple. But he only needed one, and it's a first down. Wyoming's were inside, two minutes to go in this opening quarter. Three receiver, two receivers right, one to the left. Mitchell, the lone guy to the left, balls in the middle of the field. O'Gara on a wing right, and Hester, the freshman, still in there as a running back. Prater walks back after he got up to the line of scrimmage. As Hester to his left, waits the shotgun snap, takes it, hands it, Hester straight ahead. Inside the 40, he goes, and he stacked up at the 38-yard line and shoved back as the first person to hit him was Dylan Overmeyer. Overmeyer starting linebacker, just a sophomore. That's a pickup of four to the 38-yard line. Bo Thomas going to come back in and going to take the freshman C.J. Hester out at the moment. Out wide to the right goes Cooper Kadish. Mitchell wide left. They're going to go with two running backs in the backfield. They're going to put Pagan back there to the left of Prater. Thomas to the right. Now Pagan going to go in motion to the right. Prater takes the snap. Fake the throw right. Now going to run left. Runs across the 35. Breaks a tackle inside the 30. And down to the 28-yard line goes Evan Prater. Before he was finally knocked down by Siobhan Bolger. That's a first down Wyoming. Down to the Clyde 27 as we're inside a minute to go in this opening quarter. Esther going to come back. Thomas going to go out. Try to keep Thomas as fresh as possible just because he plays on that defensive front as well. Off the hash mark to the left, two receivers wide right. Mitchell by himself to the left. Hester to the right of Prater, takes the handoff out of the shotgun, runs inside the 25 and down to the 20 and dives forward to the 18 yard line. Good hard run by the freshman C.J. Hester. It was Walker Britt who made the stop, but not before Hester rips off a nine yard gain on first down and that will probably do it for quarter number one. Wyoming quickly to the line of scrimmage, down to three seconds, down to two, down to one, and they are not gonna get a playoff, and time's gonna run out in the first quarter of play. Well, Clyde had it twice. Wyoming's had it now a second time, and Clyde made the most of their opportunities with two touchdowns. Wyoming trying to march to cut the score in half at the end of one quarter of play in this Division Four State semifinal. It is Clyde 14, Wyoming nothing, you're listening to Wyoming Cowboys Playoff Football from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: EBCO Pavement Services, LLC, has been doing commercial asphalt, concrete, and ceiling work since 1962 in the tri-state area. Our valued customers include Home Depot, United Dairy Farmers, CB Richard Ellis, Town Properties, and Fifth Third Bank, to name a few. We strive to provide professional service, communication, and project management for all of your commercial concrete and pavement maintenance needs. Go ABCO Pavement Services.
0: Back here at Impact Stadium at Marysville High School in Marysville, Ohio, Richard Skinner and our producer engineer, Zach Waddell two touchdown runs from Gunnar Golden have Clyde on top of Wyoming 14 to nothing but the Cowboys with their second possession of the game driving they'll have it first and 10 on the Clyde 27 to start quarter number two as Clyde drove 65 yards on the opening possession then after a low snap on a punt forced the punter of Wyoming, AJ Washenko to take a snap on a knee at the 34. They took advantage of the short field and scored a second touchdown. Here's Prater from the shotgun. On is just a straight run right, spins away from one man. Cuts outside of the 20 and he's tackled at the 16. That's a good open field tackle because it looked like he was gonna get away for a moment. But Dylan Overmeyer was there to grab him from behind. Prater a little slow getting up, get some help from teammates. He's all right, but he needed the teammates to help him. Actually, that'll be a first down because it was second and one on that play. So a first down, Wyoming, down at the 16. Off the hash mark to the right. One of the wide receivers, Cooper Kadish, doesn't even join the needle. Actually, none of the wide receivers do. Pagan and Mitchell go to left, the open side of the field in a slot. And Kadish to the right. O'Gara on a wing right. Here's a handoff to Hester. He runs straight ahead. He is planted right at the line of scrimmage. He got picked up and just leveled Maybe even a loss on the play. Frank Fultz was right there to stone him. And the little guy Hester, the freshman, goes just 5'7", 150. Fultz is 6'2", 20, and he just buried him for a loss of a yard. So Second and 11 from the 17. Off the hash mark to the right. Pagan, who was slotted right, going to run out and slot himself to the left with Mitchell out that way. Play clock down to eight. Still looking at the sideline. Play clock down to five. Wyoming's going to have to take a timeout here. and They do. Nope. They're going to get the snap off. Prater takes the snap, drops the throw. Flushed out to his right. Looking to run. Trying to run away. He's going to be tackled, dropped for a loss, and thrown out of bounds back at the 19-yard line. And it's the same guy who made the play on the last one, Frank Fultz, who got him. Prater took for granted that he thought he could get the corner on Fultz. Kept looking downfield and Fultz grabbed him from behind and slung him out of bounds for a loss of two. So now it's gonna be third and 13 Wyoming from the Clyde 19. Wyoming might've been better off taking that timeout. It looked like they rushed the snap. Two receivers, Pagan and Mitchell left. Kadish to the right. O'Gara on a wing left. Hester in the backfield for Prater. waits the shotgun snap. Takes it. Rolls left to throw. On the move. Flips it towards the corner of the end zone. It's going to be knocked away and broken up. Tried to hit Pagan. And a nice job by Siobhan Bolger to just reach a right hand in there and bat it away incomplete. And it'll be fourth down now. This is this no man's or to give Voshenko a chance to kick a, what would amount to, about a 36-yard field goal. Looks like they're going to go for it. Wyoming trails it. They'll have it 4th and 13 at the 19-yard line. Same formation, two receivers, Pagan, Mitchell to the left, Kadish to the right, off the hash mark to the right. Prater now looks over to the sideline, walks up to his lineman, play clock's down to 10 already. A lot of confusion it seems like for Wyoming offensively, down to 5 on the play clock. Prater takes the shotgun snap, drops to throw, sets his feet, looking, now he's gonna be flushed out to the right, flag comes in. Prater on the run, guns one towards the end zone, broken up incomplete. And I believe that penalty is gonna probably be in the area of offensive holding. And if it is, which it is, they're just gonna turn it down, is there to break it up, Adam Koviak. And Wyoming turns it over on downs down 14 to nothing with 10.21 to go in this first half of play. So a frustrating end to what was a very good drive. And Clyde, which is two for two, two possessions, two touchdowns, will start at its own 19, by far its worst field position of the night. But they've been very solid to this point offensively. Off the hash mark to the left, they send three receivers wide right, Golden the running back to the right of Lozier's in the shotgun. Clapped twice, now looks over to the sidelines. It looks like they want to change the play. Ryan Lozier back in the gun, play clock down to 12, so plenty of time and a five-man front takes. He's just gonna flip it out to the right. Caught by Webb, trying to run laterally. Breaks a tackle the 15, across the 20, and up to the 21-yard line, before Pagan was finally able to get Nick Webb. They just, quarterback just takes the snap. The left-hander, Lozier, and he just quickly flips it out. Almost an extended running play. Gain four on the first down, pass completion. And Back to the line of scrimmage comes Clyde. Double wings each way. Lozier under center, Webb went in motion, left to right. Now he's gonna walk back and line up back on a wing left. Golden alone running back. Lozier with 13 on the play clock, plenty of time, goes back under center, now Webb goes in motion, gets the handoff running right on a sweep across the 25, lowers his shoulder up to the 27, 28, and actually they may mark him right at the first down, which is the 29. They're gonna make the tackle for Wyoming with Sam Martin. They're gonna mark him just a hair shy, make it third and one from the 28. For Clyde, already up 14-0. Lozier under center. Now he reaches back out, looks over to the sidelines. He's got two running backs behind him, side-by-side, side, Golden and Webb. And they're just going to sneak the quarterback forward, and Lozier's going to pick up the first down as he got to the 30-yard line. So first down for Clyde on the third and one pickup. They get two, and that's enough for the first down. Wyoming defense this season held all but three opponents to under double digits. Deer Park had 10, Indian Hill had 18 in the final regular season, and Milton Union in the first postseason game had 18. Other than that, it's been single digits, including five shutouts. But right now down 14 to nothing, the defense has to stiff it up. Double wings each way, one wide out ream into the left. Golden alone running back as Lozier's going to go from under center with six on the play clock. Take the snap, hand off Golden, off right guard he goes. And off right guard he goes nowhere, is there to stand him up was Chris Guest right at the line of scrimmage. No gain officially, put it right back down on the 30, make it second and ten, and Clyde's right back to the line of scrimmage. One wide out left, they go double wings each way. Golden alone running back, Lozier now looks out from under center, looks over to the sidelines. They've been doing a pretty good job of playing tempo when they need to, but milking things when they want to. Loser just looking around, reaches back under center to wait the snap, turns, hands golden straight ahead. He comes and he just moves the pile a little bit to the 33. He is literally built like a bowling ball. There to a was Jared Hancock, the linebacker. Got some help as well from up top by Sam Martin. So third and seven after the gain of three. And now three receivers will come out wide left. The open side of the field off the hash mark to the right. Lozier's in the shotgun. Awaits the snap. Clapped his hands twice and again looks over to the sideline. He has Golden to his left. Tight end Richardson set to the right. Third and seven from the shotgun. Takes the snap. They're going to hand it to Golden running straight ahead. Bo Thomas wraps him up and they finally bring him down for a short gain of a couple to the 35 in the Wyoming defense, it appears, will force Clyde to punt the football away as we approach seven minutes to go in this first half. No sign yet of it. They're gonna leave the offense on the field for the time being, maybe try to get a hard count. If they can get Wyoming to jump, they'd get a first down from under center. Now he looks to the sidelines. I think they're just gonna let the play clock run. Well, now they're gonna set three receivers wide left. They're gonna drop Lozier in the shotgun and a receiver moved early. They had a slot receiver move a mile too early, Nick Webb. So Webb goes early, and that'll be a false start against Clyde, and now they will definitely punt the football. It would have been interesting to see if they were just going to try to draw Wyoming off sides or if they really were going to run a play. The punter is the quarterback, Lozier, so he could have dropped further in the gun. He was not very deep in the shotgun. He's in punt formation this time as Will Schuler to the near side and Brennan Pagan to the far side, stand at the 35 to await the punt. And Lozier stands at his own 16 to await the snap. On, snap is a good one. And Lozier, looks like he wants to fake it. Now he's gonna punt it, pops it straight up in the air to the near side. It's gonna bounce at the 43 and go out of bounds around the 40 in Wyoming territory. So Wyoming with 619 to go in this first half, down 14 to nothing will have it for a third time tonight. First possession, they were forced to punt. Unfortunately, the snap went back to the punter, A.J. Washenko, who had to catch it on a knee, which meant he was ruled down in his own 34. Clyde cashed in on that. The last series ended with Wyoming driving to the 17 and having it first down there, but then turned into a fourth and 13 in which they threw incomplete. So Evan Prater back on the attack. Has three receivers wide left, one to the right. Hester to the left of Prater in the shotgun. Looks at a four-man front. Drops to throw out of the shotgun. Snap. Wants to throw deep. Now guns it over the middle. Has a man Mitchell at the 50. Makes the catch to the 49 in Clyde territory. Before he was knocked down from behind by Carson Riemann, who also starts on offense. That's a pickup of 12, and that's a Wyoming first down. Good throw by Prater. And right back to the line of scrimmage. Goes double slots each way. Hester to his right. They look over to the sideline. Sam Taylor's in there to the right with Kadish, Pagan, and Mitchell to the left. Under six minutes to go first half. From the Clyde 48, first and 10, Prater takes the shotgun snap, drops to throw it, looks over the middle, guns it, caught down at the 40, turning and running inside the 35 and down to the 34. Went Sam Taylor who caught it, and for a minute I don't think he realized how open he was because when he turned I think he was surprised he had the running room and he runs it for another six yards down to the 34-yard line. So a good catch and run by Sam Taylor, and right back to the line of scrimmage. Trips left, one receiver right. And then Prater, before he snaps it, turns and looks back to the sideline. Both teams do that a lot. They get right to the line of scrimmage to see what the defense shows. And when it shows its hands, they look back over to the sidelines. Hester resets from the right to Prater's left. Prater takes the snap, fakes it, looks to throw. Now he's flushed out to the left. On the run, they're coming after him and chasing, now he circles back to the right. He's got some running room, he gets a block, he has a block. 40, 35, cuts back middle of the field, 30, 25, stiff arm, 20, spins to the 15, spins away 10, five, touchdown Evan Prater! 34-yard spectacular run by the Wyoming senior quarterback. He wanted to throw it, was flushed to his left, had to circle all the way back to his right, got in the clear, then stiff arm one defender, spun away from another, Ripped through another and ran to the right pylon and lunged in for the touchdown. And just like that, Wyoming has cut things to 14 to six with Washenko's point after coming. What a run by Evan Prater. Touchdown number 14 on the ground for him in the playoffs this year. Snap is good, Taylor's hold is good. Washenko's kick, it too, is good. 5.04 to go here in the first half. Wyoming right back in it, it's Clyde 14, Wyoming 7. This is Wyoming Cowboys playoff football from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: Enjoying tonight's broadcast but missed the first 30 minutes? No need to worry. Appointment listening for all ESP Media broadcasts can be found at soundcloud.com backslash ESP Media or subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Search for ESP Media. Appointment listening by ESP Media since 2010.
0: Evan Prater at this time, at at, at this level at times, looks like a man among boys. And he certainly did on that touchdown run. Clyde had done a really good job bottling him up. But Prater got a couple of pass completions off to start the drive and then flashed those skills with his feet. He just made a spectacular 34 yard touchdown run on a scramble play. That was not a designed run, but he turned it into one. And there was a penalty actually on the, I believe, on the touchdown because Wyoming's gonna be kicking off. I did not see the call, but they're gonna be kicking off at the Clyde 45-yard line. Back here at Impact Stadium at Marysville High School in Marysville, Ohio, a beautiful new facility, just three months old. Got a great press box vantage point for this one, which you don't often get in high schools. This is very nice. I'm Richard Skinner, along with Zach Waddell. Glad you could be with us, as this is shaping up to be a good one. Wyoming down 14-0 at one point, now down 14-7. Waschenko to kick it away to a trio of deep men standing at the five yard line. Webb the deepest in the middle. Wyshenko moves on the football, and he's gonna to try to pooch it in between the front line and the second line. Squibbs back at the 10, finally picking it up back at the nine, running laterally, and Sam Taylor's gonna tackle him at the 14 yard line. That was William Lozier. That kick worked perfectly. They didn't want to take the automatic touchback. They wanted to try to pin him deeper, and that's exactly what the kick by Washenko did. He just tried to pop it over the front line. And he did that beautifully, and Lozier had to watch it spin before he could finally grab it. And Clyde will start at its own 14-yard line with 4.59 to go in the half, and a chance if Wyoming can get a stop to get it back. And don't forget, they deferred to start this game, so they'll get the kickoff to start the second half. Wyoming showing now a five-man front. They're getting more guys at that line of scrimmage. Lozier in the shotgun, has a wing back to his right. He's got running backs on either side of him. Now one of those backs, Webb, will go from his spot back there to a wing left. Handoff goes to Golden, straight ahead he comes, and he goes nowhere, got a yard maybe two before he was just stacked up by the middle of that Wyoming line. Theo Davis, the freshman, I think hit him first, then shoved him back. They'll give him a couple up to the 16. Second and eight. Wyoming has all three timeouts left, as does Clyde, so maybe if they get a stop here, they'll use one. They'll go from the eye formation this time, Web the eye back. With Lozier under center. He's got two receivers left, one to the right. No tight end of the game at the moment. Gonna turn, fake it, gonna fake an end around, drop to throw, wants to throw a deep ball down the middle of the field, has a receiver out there, it's juggled and incomplete. Boy, he had a receiver into triple coverage. He threw it and he threw a beautiful ball, but Adam Koviak just could not hold on at about the 50-yard line. That was a pretty good throw from Lozier. Wyoming well, we had three defenders back there. Schuler, Taylor. And also Nate Glisson, Nathan Glisson was back there in coverage. So now third and eight Clyde from its own 14. Trips to the right. Lozier in the shotgun has Golden to his right. Wyoming showing a five-man front, so they keep walking up an extra defender at the line of scrimmage. Actually, it's Glisson who's walked up on the right side. See if he comes or if he backs off. He's got a tight end on his side. Dropping the throw is... Lozier, now he rolls right, throws it on the run towards the sideline at the 15, runs to the 20 and up to the 21, short of the first down. I believe that was Kobiak who made that catch. Kind of more of a safety valve situation. And very slowly to get up, actually that was Webb, and he's very slow to get up as he hobbles off. It'll be fourth and four Clyde from its own 21, and they leave the offense out there again. Although don't forget Lozier, the quarterback is also the punter. Right now though, he's in just a normal shotgun setting. Trips to the left. Lozier looks at the sideline, 15 on the play clock. And now Lozier gonna drop back further and he's gonna punt this one away. And he does so. And nobody's back for Wyoming at all. This should get some roll, it does. Bounces to 40, inside the 35, bounces inside the 30 and is gonna finally roll dead at the 29 yard line. So exactly four minutes to go in this first half. Wyoming down 14, nothing at one point. Just cut it to 14 to seven. Got a second straight three and out. And the Cowboys will start on their own 29-yard line. So plenty of time with all three timeouts left. Again, you get the score here, and you get the ball to start the second half. All things considered, you'd be in pretty good shape. After you got hit in the mouth pretty quickly by Clyde. Here comes Evan Prater in that Wyoming offense. Jupe Mitchell goes wide left. The ball just inside the hash mark to the left. Trips to the right. They're gonna go with no running back this time. O'Gara in the game is on a wing right. So Prater by himself in an empty backfield in the shotgun. Now is gonna go set next to him on the left. So he goes into a running back spot. Prater takes the shotgun snap, just gonna run it off the left side, picks up a block across the 30 and leans to the 35 yard line. So he ran right behind O'Gara, who ran as the lead blocker for a pickup of six up to the 35 yard line. And again, time really not of the essence at this point with the three timeouts left. I mean, not huddling, well the the lineman and the quarterback and the wing back usually huddle, but they're quickly out of it. Off the hash mark to the left this time. One receiver that way, three to the open side the right. Prater takes the shotgun snap, gonna run the exact same play to the left. And he's not gonna go very far, got to the 37, had a defender grabbed him by the jersey from behind. It was just holding him up for teammates to come help polish off Evan Prater, which they finally did. They're holding on for dear life was Walker Britt. Sophomore defensive lineman, so a gain of two now. will be third and two, Wyoming, on its own 37. Guest will come back, or Megan Hester will come back in, excuse me, to running back, and they'll take Sam Taylor, the extra wide receiver, off. Clock just moves under three minutes to go in the first half. Third and two, Wyoming. And now Aaron Hancock's gonna take a timeout. We'll take a quick timeout with him. 2.55 to go in the first half. Clyde 14, Wyoming 7. This is Wyoming Cowboys. Playoff football from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: Budget Door of Cincinnati has you covered. We specialize in repair and installation of commercial doors, security gates, and dock levelers. With affordable rates, 24-hour commercial service, and free replacement quotes, Budget Door can help you with any of your dock or door projects. Have an issue with your home garage door or opener? Budget Door can help with that, too. Servicing the tri-state area for over 30 years, Budget Door offers quality service at a budget price. Call 513-851-6644 to schedule your door repair or replacement today
0: back here at impact stadium at marysville high school richard skinner along with our producer engineer zach waddell 255 to go here in this first half of play wyoming faced with a third and two on its own 37 down 14 7 and Evan Prater going to go with a formation that has four receivers flank wide right the open side of the field. One receiver left, and Prater in an empty backfield takes the snap. Fakes a pass left, right, going to run left, and not going to get there. In fact, he's going to be tackled for a loss. Ball came out, but they're going to rule Evan Prater down. As they tried to empty the box out, and have Prater just uses athleticism, but a nice job in space by Jack Morris in the defensive end to stop him. And why well, am going to have to put it away? He lost a yard to the 36. It'll be... William Lozier and Caden Olson back in twin safeties for Clyde. Washenko for second punt attempt of the night, the last one. He had to go to a knee to catch the snap, and they ruled him down. See if this snap can be a little bit better to Washenko. It is. He gets it and gets away a knuckleballing, sidewinding kick that's a fair caught and taken on a couple of knees on a sliding catch by Caden Olson at the 33 yard line. And with 2.10 to go and a half. That's where Clyde will take over, first and 10, up 14 to seven. Now, if Wyoming can get a stop, it's got two timeouts defensively. Might it use those two timeouts to try to get the football back here? But first, you gotta get the stop on Clyde. Last couple of series though, they've done just that. Clyde comes out very quickly to the line of scrimmage. And now they're gonna actually huddle. Came running out and then went back and huddled. Got one receiver to the left, Koviak. Nobody else out wide. Wing back set to the right. Two running backs behind the quarterback. Lozier who's under center. Takes it, fakes it, drops to throw, wants to throw deep for Koviak on a corner route. Koviak fell down and no flag. Got his feet tangled up, it looked like with Nate from Glisten, but I think that was a good no-call. He was trying to run a post-corner route and got his feet tangled up, went to the turf, and the pass goes incomplete. So 204 to go in the half. So now if you're Aaron Hancock, if you can get this stop here, you may take the timeout. Second and 10, Clyde. Again, Kobiak wide left. Ball in the middle of the field. One wing right, two running backs behind. Lozier is under center. Takes the snap, hands it to Golden. Angles right off tackle. Has running across the 40. Breaks a tackle, 45, and all the way to the 50-yard line before he is finally stopped by... Will of the safety man, who went really low, and you've got to go low on this guy. Again, they list him at 195, maybe 200 pounds. He looks way, way bigger than that, really low to the ground. And now a timeout going to be taken by, I believe, Clyde here with a minute 54 to go in the half. Let's take another quick timeout with him. Clyde, 14, Wyoming, 7. This is Wyoming Cowboys Playoff Football from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: Creating beautiful smiles every day, that is what we do at Casanelli Shanker, and Baker Orthodontics. These board-certified orthodontists treat both children and adults and use traditional braces, clear ceramic brackets, and Invisalign to meet their individual patient needs. With offices conveniently located in Westchester and Blue Ash, they provide flexible payment options, convenient hours, and high-quality care. For a free new patient exam, contact Casanelli Shanker, and Baker Orthodontics at 513-777-7060
0: so Clyde out of the timeout comes right back to the line of scrimmage from the 50 yard line and here's a quick pass to the right side it's going to be caught by Riemann at the 45 and out of bounds he's pushed by Jupe Mitchell at the 43 to stop the clock with a minute 36 to go playoff score in the other semifinal again being played at Paul Brown, Maslin Tiger Stadium Looking Valley 3, Poland Seminary 3 the winner of that to move on to meet the winner of this in the state championship next week in Canton We'll give him a gain of eight to the 42, make it second and two. Clyde does have a couple of timeouts left. They show three on the board, but they just took one. So a couple timeouts it is. Here's a play fake rolling to throw, looking right. Now in some trouble being flush left. Lozier on the run, throws a pass and it's going to be intercepted, I think, by Mitchell to stay in bounds. They say he did at the 32 yard line. Tried to hit Reman on the near sideline and Juke Mitchell came racing up and jumped in front of it and comes up with the interception. And Wyoming with a minute 29 to go in the half will get the ball back on its own 33-yard line. What a great play by Juke Mitchell to jump that route. First interception for him in the postseason. And actually didn't have one in the regular season either. So first interception for him of the year. He of course, is Wyoming's leading receiver on the season in terms of yards, but that time playing the defensive back spot. So from the 32, Prater just going to run it off the direct snap. Started right, comes back left, runs through a fistful of jersey and crosses the 35 to the 36. Clock runs with a minute 20 to go in the half. See if they try to open some things up. Three receivers that go, can go wide left. Kadish by himself out wide right. Esther to the left of Prater in the shotgun. Takes the snap, drops the throw. Sets his feet, has all day to throw. Now it breaks down. He's flushed out to the left, and he's going to be sacked back at the 28-yard line. Jack Morrison, the defensive end, who's made a couple of tackles for loss already in this game. Able to run down Prater from behind. Prater's starting to realize, well, he's got escapability. He doesn't have Superman escapability. I think he thought he could easily get away from Morrison, but Morrison was able to corral him. Clock down to 40 seconds and rolling. Third and long here for Wyoming. Third and about 14 from back at the 28. Trips to the right. One receiver left. Wyoming does have to snap it again. There's about a 15-second differential play clock and game clock. Play clock down to 10. Game clock down to 25. Prater takes the shotgun snap and drops to throw it. Now he's in some trouble. Flag comes down. Rolling right. Still on the move. Slings it on the move down the field. Then it's going to be short hopped incomplete as Pagan made a sliding attempt down at the 37-yard line of Clyde. That flag's going to be in the area of offensive holding. I'm assuming Clyde will turn this down. Maybe not. Yep, nope, they will turn it down with 14 seconds to go in the half. So now Wyoming will have to punt it back away. As Washinko will come back in to do the punting. It's dropping back deep. Again will be the twin safeties of William Lozier and Caden Olson. So 14 seconds to go in the half. Wyshako waits the snap. It's a high one. He goes back and gets it. Now he drops it. Now Rush on and he gets the punt away. And it's going to be a sidewinding punt that's going to bounce to the 35 to the 40. And boy, why don't we just let that roll. Let some clock go. It's down to four seconds when they down it. Boy, the snap was high. Washenko did a great job. Then dropped it and had a man in his face as he got the punt away. And Clyde now can throw a Hail Mary if they so desire with four seconds to go in the half. Not sure why Wyoming down that. They probably should have just let it keep rolling. It would have run some more clock. I don't know if it would have run the clock all the way out, but it would have come darn close. So at the Wyoming 42 with four seconds to go in the half, and now Clyde's gonna take a timeout. We'll keep it here on the timeout call. As I think that's the discussion here of what can they do to maybe get a throw to the end zone, right? Loser's thrown a couple of deep balls through a beautiful one that Koviak dropped down the middle of the field. and I would think he's got darn near close to enough arm to get it there. By the time he sets his feet, probably back around the 50, that'd be a 50-yard heave to the end zone. Again, what wind we had early, looks like it's died completely. The two flags off to our right are pretty still at the moment. We had some gusts earlier tonight as the, after the rain came to a stop. I guess Lozier's going to try to sling this one. The biggest receiver is, and their best receiver, Carson Reeman, comes out wide left. He's six feet four. Inside him is Nick Webb. He's six feet one. Two receivers also go right. Last play of the half, barring a penalty on the defense. Lozier going to drop the throw. Wanted to go to the end zone. Instead, he is going to be sacked back at the 47 yard line, as there to just take him and drop him to the turf was Chris Guest. And that is going to end the first half of play. Wyoming riding a 28-game win streak, trying to defend its Division IV state championship, but here at halftime of the semifinals, in a little bit of trouble. At halftime, the score, it's Clyde 14, Wyoming 7. Coming up at halftime, we expect to be joined by the Athletic Director of Wyoming, Jan Wilking. Until then, enjoy this segment of the Angry Quarterbacks podcast with myself and Tony Pike. And if uh, we don't have Jan here in a few minutes, we'll be back in about uh, 17 or 18 minutes with the call of the second half. Again, here at halftime, the score it's Clyde 14 Wyoming 7 this is Wyoming Cowboys playoff football from ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports
3: for over 32 years Nelson and Associates a family-owned Ohio-based full-service real estate company has specialized in the management and development of affordable housing communities Choose Nelson & Associates for all of your real estate needs, whether it's sales, development, property management, or consulting. We are an experienced professional team providing quality service. For more information about Nelson & Associates, please visit us on the web at www.nelsonasc.com or call us at 513-961-6011.
1: It's the most wonderful time of the
0: year. It's another edition of the Angry Quarterbacks Podcast. I'm Richard Skinner from Local 12 and Local12.com with the real quarterback, Tony Pike of Reading High School, UC and Carolina Panthers fame. We'll talk some NFL and the Bengals. College football, big week of college football for uh, the UC Bearcats and the Ohio State Buckeyes on the college football landscape. And then we'll talk some high school football as we are at state semifinal rounds. In Kentucky and Ohio, we have three Ohio teams left, two Kentucky teams left, and we'll talk about that in segment number three. But we start with NFL and the Bengals. Um, the big news, obviously, the quarterback change going back to, to Andy Dalton. Um, I understand it. Do you understand it?
4: I guess you could say there's angry quarterbacks <laughs> there's, at Paul Brown Stadium. I think Ryan was a little hurt. Yeah. I do think that. And a couple weeks ago, Andy was, was a little, a little was, a lot, was a lot hurt, yes. Um, here, yeah, you know, maybe we can have them on the podcast. Yeah, they, they literally would. They, it would hey literally guys, the guy. this just fits too well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, here, here's my my thought of everything right now. Um, the the disconnect that it feels like there is from coaches to front office to players is, is where I find the struggle here because um, I, I thought when they went to Ryan Finley, the timing was tough on Ryan Finley. Hey, go out and play the Ravens. But then after the Ravens game, you watch him digress against a worse Raiders defense. And after that, I had seen all I needed to see right. uh, from Ryan Finley. And then you go into the Pittsburgh game, and Finley struggles again.
0: Welcome back here to Impact Stadium at Marysville, Ohio. Richard Skinner, along with our producer/engineer Zach Waddell, at halftime, Wyoming trails in this Division Four state semifinal game to Clyde, 14 to 7. Pleased to be joined by the athletic director of Wyoming High School, Jan Wilking. First and foremost,
5: exciting first half, kind of got your your heart stopping a little bit, right? But uh, got back in it. <laughs> got back in it. Uh, Evan Prater. What a run. That was an had. incredible run. I mean, it was incredible. Um, but uh, we got our work cut out for us the second half. So we get the ball first, and we'll see what we can do.
0: Yeah, I think everybody always assumes how sometimes you start getting on a roll, and these games are easy. Get to this level, this round, ain't nothing Everybody's easy. good. Yeah, exactly right. It doesn't
5: matter what your seed is, but everybody's
0: nope. good. That's right. No question about it. Let's talk about an exciting project you guys got going on at Wyoming, the Wyoming Champion Center. Um, This sounds like a really cool facility, but in order to get it done, in order to get it built, it's gonna cost some money, and you guys gotta raise some money. Let's talk about what it's going to be first and foremost.
5: Absolutely, so uh, the Wyoming Champion Center is gonna be a 20,000 square foot facility that'll be in between our baseball and softball complex, and it'll house an indoor uh, 50 yard field, turf field, with uh, a weight room and some team room space for our cross country and track programs, and uh, a team room for other teams to watch uh, film, have meals, these types of things. So really a universal space that everybody can use, and it'll have a space for wrestling. It'll have space for our baseball and softball programs, our lacrosse programs to work out indoors and all season long so in the
0: off season yeah for, for a lot of schools obviously when you when you have to use indoor facilities you're usually talking about using the gymnasium and the gymnasium when you're using it indoors is sometimes used by the people that need to use the gymnasium <laughs> and it's not just you it's it's pretty universal and really um it, it's a great project we're going to talk a little more about it but but it is true a lot of times i mean baseball and softball when they're trying to get ready for a season, the weather's not overly conducive to getting outside very often. Um, You know, you mentioned other sports. Soccer can use it if it's a bad day. Uh, You know, football, obviously, when the time comes, can use it when it's a a bad day and they they can't get outside and all those things. So, I mean, there is a purpose for this. And, boy, you talk about from a student atmosphere to have something like that to go to has got to be exciting.
5: It's really exciting, and it's exciting for all 25 of our programs. I mean, you know, you think, well, how does this impact swimming? Well, right now we have – over 30 kids doing in-season swimming, dry land conditioning. They use the gym when it's available. But the they hallways? They use Pendry Lobby. They lose the cafeteria. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and so to have a space like this, it truly impacts every student athlete and um, hopefully just will allow us to continue to grow our programs and develop student athletes.
0: Fact, the golf team can put up nets and hit, hit in the nets. I mean, they really can. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a great thing. Who, 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 opted, who came up with the idea for the project, and, and where did it kind of evolve from?
5: Uh, Wow. It started probably about three years ago when we had um, boys and girls soccer playing in the fall and we had a middle school football game and I had to go to uh, three varsity coaches, girls soccer, boys soccer and football and say, listen, you all have to be off the field in about a half hour because we have a middle school football game and just finding space for them to go. And then it started raining. And just trying to find spaces for people to go and work out, even just to get in a good weight room workout, uh, we just don 't have it right and when our facilities were built, you know you 're talking about in the seventies when we had maybe twelve sports um, and now we 're we 're at twenty five we 're upwards of uh, three hundred and fifty student athletes so I mean, we are literally busting at the seams. <laughs> Our wrestling team practices in the cafeteria every day. God bless them. Probably so. they
0: drag the mats up they there, do, right? Every I mean, day. holy cow. That, that, that <laughs> itself is probably a workout to right. drag them there, drag them back, and get it reset up. That's practice. Right. By that time, practice is already over. We're, we're well, done.
5: I mean, it, it does impact that for sure. So
0: uh tell tell people how they they can help with the fundraising effort cuz that is the undertaking of this and and again this is benefiting a lot of kids Absolutely. in the community and and how can people pitch in and how what can they do
5: Well we've been very very fortunate um our goal was 2.7 million dollars uh, all privately raised uh, no tax dollars will be used to build the project and we are well on our way we've kind of broken it up into two phases one is get the building built you know get the get the construction up get the concrete down um and, and You know, let people see. Look, this is going to happen, and this is what it is. Um, And then phase two will be let's outfit it. Let's make sure we have the weights and the, you know, the 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 weight room flooring that we want and the turf that we want and the amenities that we want. Um, And that's kind of the phase two piece. So, um, if they're interested in donating, certainly we we would love that. Uh, They can go to wyomingschoolfoundation.org and make a contribution. Right now, we're working on um, our thousand point club. Uh, I'm sorry, a hundred thousand point club, um, where we're trying to get a thousand dollars from a thousand people, and uh, we a thousand dollars from a hundred people. I'm right. sorry, and uh, we are well on our way to that. We are um, about, I think, last time I checked, I think we're about twenty-five families short wow, of that. That's so, awesome. um, you know, that's just been in the last two weeks. So, and I'm assuming
0: uh, people can see kind of an artist rendering, if if you will, online. They can.
5: Um, WyomingSchoolFoundation.org. Um, has all the information and um, I'm happy to answer any questions if people want to email me or call me or look at the plans I have them laying on my desk yeah no
0: I, I think it's great and like I said I I know from from experience uh, the school I coach at over in northern Kentucky we just built an auxiliary gym and that that helped us get a little bit of, uh, of relief but boy this sounds like something that's just gonna be even cooler for these kids and especially I think everybody always assumes everything's tailored for football but but this is gonna be such a multi-purpose facility and again all those sports You know, if it's soccer and it's uh, mid-October and somehow we get a 13-degree day or occasionally get one of those awful days, hey, go inside and practice. It's a win for everybody.
5: softball and baseball, look at me in February. Where am I going? (laughs) Right. Uh, We'll we'll have a place for them next year. So um, very exciting times. I think it's going to be a difference maker for all of our sports. Um, Certainly people always assume that things are all football. Um, And we we obviously have a great football program and a football tradition, but this is really about uh, 25 programs and giving those resources what they need.
0: No question about it. Jan, again, one more time for people. If they want to give and or find out more information, they can do what?
5: Wyomingfoundation.org.
0: Appreciate it very much. Enjoy the walk back right. down, okay? It'll be far better than the walk up, okay?
5: Yes, indeed. All Hopefully right. the second half's better.
0: Exactly right. Thanks very much. Jay Wilkin, right. the athletic director of Wyoming. We'll be back in about eight or so minutes with a second half action. Again, here at halftime of this Division IV state semifinal. It's Clyde 14, Wyoming 7. This is Wyoming Cowboys. Playoff football from ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports.
1: Looking for future leaders we can believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Ohio. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It includes learning to listen, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect. The result, it transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
4: Tough on Ryan Finley. Hey, go out and play the Ravens. But then after the Ravens game, you watch him digress against a worse Raiders defense. And after that, I had seen all I needed to see right. um, from Ryan Finley. And then you go into the Pittsburgh game and Finley struggles again. The touchdown pass was a bad pass. Oh, that no Tyler doubt. Boyd makes a, a great play, pass yes. on. And
0: um, the, the 50-50 ball, I don't mind him throwing yeah, that, but that was also right. a great play by Tyler right. Boyd too.
4: But, but I sit there and I watch you know, a, a quarterback that's patting the ball too many times. I don't, I don't remember watching a quarterback bounce as many throws. The arm strength the arm talent, is just yeah. not there. That's just it.
0: I mean, the, the arm talent is not there. And that part everybody knew. Right. You thought, and look, there's not a, there are a lot of quarterbacks to come into the league that don't have arm talent. Right. I mean, but you support- make up
4: with that by getting the ball yes. out early yes. or by good footwork. Uh, you don't see that as much from Ryan Finley. So then I watched the Steelers, and I watched Mason Rudolph struggle, and I watched Mike mm. Tomlin bench Mason Rudolph and create a spark. And to me— if you would thought about making the move at all, I would like to see it in the fourth quarter and let Andy Dalton come in and and lead a touchdown drive to beat the rival Steelers. Um, but instead... I think that should have been on the table, and yeah. I don't think
0: that's been discussed by by myself or anybody. I mean, yeah. that's... Yeah,
4: I, I agree It should you. have been. Instead, we go for a 12-second drive. That was good. Where we go three and out. It
0: got him plenty of time to get the ball
4: back, yeah. though. Yeah, and then Ryan Finley, much to what leads to his demise, five turnovers in three games, three lost fumbles. Y- you've been in the fire like that before. I mean, I... I It almost feels like he doesn't have the presence. Well, that's what I'm
0: asking. How how hard is that? Because I don't think we can appreciate how fast that comes, right? We we, we don't. And some guys get it. Some guys don't. He he showed a great feel for it in the preseason where he would climb the pocket at proper times. He'd sidestep at proper times. Here it's almost as if he's trying to literally go through progression, progression, progression. And he's athletic enough to sometimes get out of that. But there's sometimes you go
4: through progression, progression, and you have no escape route, and here they are, and down you go, and out goes the football. Right. You, you can't turn the ball over. You have to feel that, and you have to know at all times where your checkdowns are. And I feel like he loses sight of his checkdowns a lot, and that's a big weapon in today's NFL. Agreed. You see it all over the place. So um, I was hoping to see Dalton late in that game because, again, it's a one-possession game. But then my, my dilemma comes after the game, and I sit there and I listen to all the postgame, and I'm sitting here preparing a a show for Monday, and Zach Taylor says, well, you know, you you can't evaluate a quarterback in the NFL after just three starts. Fifty. Fifty's the number. If if we evaluated every rookie quarterback, you wouldn't have whatever. So I write that down, I'm like, oh, I guess I'll go with that. Uh, The next day comes, and all of a sudden you're back to Andy Dalton. You had just doubled down on Ryan Finley. You're back to Andy Dalton now. So to me, one, you're – you, drafted, you moved up in the draft to get Ryan Finley. Not a lot, but you did yeah. move up. You, moved, you gave him three games and you benched him. Odds are you take a quarterback next year. Probably not a future here for Ryan Finley in Cincinnati other than a backup. So At best. You pretty much take Ryan Finley and you, you rip his confidence away. You then turn back to a guy that you spurred in every way possible by waiting until the last second to bench him. And now you go back to Andy Dalton. And to me, it, it leaves the same question as we've asked every week on the show. What is the direction? Because it feels like they're just reaching for, uh, let, let's try Andy Dalton this week. Let, let's try this this week. It feels like there's no real direction. And I think that, to me, where the, the move comes in, that, that was my initial response. And, and that's when you go
0: back to the Finley decision after the bye week. You actually had talked about that seems like a good time. Right. And I'm not here. I'm not pointing the finger. Right. You, screw, you made a bad choice. No. Thanks. Yeah, you did make a bad choice. But <laughs> that's not the reason for me bringing it up. I, I was of the ilk that I believe that was more ticket sales driven and Mm -hmm. football decision driven. That Look, I thought there was a point you need to evaluate Ryan Finley. I just didn't think that was quite the point. So now here we are with probably the home game that has been least sold, I'm going to guess, of any of them by a mile. Mm -hmm. And so the hope would be, well, we can get fans maybe reinvigorated Mm because we're going to get Andy back in and our defense is playing better. I don't think that's the reason Zach did it, but the cynic in me says – that's in play
4: yeah. because that's the front office, right? Well, it has to be some of the front office. It has to be Zach Taylor looking and saying, look, I've, our defense has given up 17 and 16 in back-to-back weeks, and we've lost, and now we're playing a Jets team that over the last three has it's averaged been great. 34 a game, and a Greg Williams defense historically is going to ramp up the pressures yes. so on good a luck young to the quarterback. kid, right. So I get that you get Greg Williams, and you get the Browns who are improved defensively, and you get the Patriots who are really good defensively, but when you came out of the bye, you knew the schedule. Yes. It's not like the schedule in the NFL just changes week to week. You knew right. who you were putting Ryan Finley in there against. So, uh, to me, this becomes a question of where did it come from, what are you grasping for, and, uh, and who ultimately made the decision. Because being in an NFL locker room, when you're preaching one thing and you're saying, we are going to win now, that's, that's the most important thing is just winning. And then these players watch Ryan Finley go out and play. There is a disconnect in the locker room. And there has to be from that of – of voices saying, what are we doing? And that's that's another reason I think the decision had to be made. I, I, the one thing I can say is I know it's cliche-ish
0: and no one wants to hear it, and this isn't high school and Pop Warner where give it the old try and, boy, that's, that's what really matters, go compete. Um, these guys are still playing hard, mm-hmm. um, especially the defense. The last two weeks, the defense feels like it's even right. It feels like Carlos Dunlap has decided he's going to go make some plays again, and he's made them the last couple of weeks, and he can be a difference maker, and... You know, you got got main Pratt running around like a chicken with his head chopped off, but at least there's some athleticism there, and he's making some tackles and some plays. Right. Um, you know, Jesse Bates is making some plays, and Sean Wayne, I mean, so... And the other side of the fence for me would say in Joe Oakland. Mixon plays hard. Yeah. Joe Mixon plays so darn hard. I mean, it, it, again, it's all cliche-ish, but at some point, if you don't give your... If, you, if you're saying we're trying to win, mm-hmm. and you've got every position filled by a guy who's the best at that spot. Cordy Glenn is back in for one... Trust me, they want Cordy Glenn gone so bad it'll make your head spin. But they've seen enough of John Jerry. They've seen enough of Andre Smith. And Cordy Glenn is a bona fide starting left tackle in this league who is now fully healthy, gone through. The the excuses ran out on both sides. Cordy had no more excuses not to play. And the Bengals had no more excuses not to play Cordy. So hence, Cordy's in there. They both, neither one of them, Cordy doesn't want to be in there. And they really don't want him in there. But they have to have Cordy in there because he's the best option. Okay. So then you can't all of a sudden a quarterback go, well, yeah, but we're still going to try to evaluate this exactly. kid. No, 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 no. If you're going to try to win. because be all the, over the board. Because the veterans have to understand that too. They right. can't all of a sudden go into a, a week, say even yesterday, and if you're an offensive player or whatever side of the ball and you are expecting Ryan Finley to start and mm-hmm. it's almost like, Crap, the kid's starting again. You know, right. you know what? I'm, How are we going to do it this I looked week? at a bunch of film on Pittsburgh last week. I, You know, I, I don't, yep. I'm don't. i not going to do quite as much. I'll, right. I'll, I'll show a, up and play. 4-0 and 11. Yeah, I'm not, what am yeah, I doing? They're not giving us the best chance. Why do I want to give them the best right. chance? So now the, I think you had to do that for that reason, too. Yeah. To have all those veterans who are still busting their ass to give them a legitimate chance yeah. and at least cling to something.
4: Well, the, the critic in me would say that the defenses look good because... I don't think Oakland's offense is what it's, meant, what it's made it to be because I watched what the Jets just did to and Oakland. And Mason Rudolph. And Mason Rudolph was god-awful.
0: But, but they are playing hard. Yes, though. but they're playing that.
4: hard. Now, guarding Le'Veon Bell in space and dealing with a red-hot Sam Darnold. Yeah, we'll be, see. We'll, we'll be able to see sure. because we're just a few weeks away from what Lamar Jackson did to us, which now... Seems like not a. I mean, that's like maybe, maybe the, that maybe that wasn't a Bengals issue. That's the, the, that's Lamar, the rest of the NFL. Lamar issue. Jackson lost for the Bengals. Kind of looks like Ohio State for the Bearcats right, right now. It's like, well, at at the time it felt bad, but it's not as bad because right. now look what's going on. But um, th- I think I think this is this is the week for it. I, I think it's going to be miserable attendance. You're miserable. Looking at a December first game, zero and eleven team. I, I didn't even look at the forecast. Did you? Have you looked? What it's no, supposed to be? Okay. Yeah. There's there's not a big Jets following. Nope. In Cincinnati. A lot of terrible towels in there Sunday. Yeah, there, there's, not a, there's not a lot of marquee names that you're going to come to see unless you want to boo Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I, I just don't know how you're, you're selling tickets. And right now, rain in 48. Yeah, rain in
0: 48 is not going to
4: Yeah, not with make low you, of 32. Yeah,
0: it's not going to get you walking up to, to, to buy a ticket. No. All right, the other thing that's in play is, is the A.J. Green saga. Is, it looked like he was coming back after the bye week. All systems were go. Suddenly his guy, and they're close, they were in the same draft class, they're right. admittedly close. His guy gets benched, and the very next practice, his ankle goes haywire. And look, it, I'm gonna have to take I, I I'm gonna have to take him at his word right. that the ankle went haywire. It seems awful coincidental. So here are a couple of weeks that have been removed since the ankle went haywire. Hopefully in those two weeks, the ankle has healed up and gotten, I would assume it has. Maybe he still is having a hard time cutting. I do right. want, he did run some routes
4: before Sunday's game. His pregame workouts look pretty intense. And,
0: looked, and, looked, and he looked pretty good. I thought right. he was cutting, moving, and all of those things. So, you know, maybe that, that tested it. Would it not feel coincidental, mm-hmm. or may, I should say more than coincidental, I guess, if he returns this week? I, if I were to ask you to make, make odds on it, what would you say? Would you, would you, would you make odds?
3: When it comes to financial planning, most financial companies ask, what's your salary? At Northwestern Mutual Cincinnati, we ask, what's your story? We know building the right financial plan means looking at more than money. That's why we start by asking the right question, listening to what matters most to you, then guiding you every step of the way to help you live the life you want, now and years from now. Plan your financial story with Northwestern Mutual. Contact us today at 513-366-3600 or visit us on the web. At Cincinnati.nm.com.
0: Welcome back here to Impact Stadium in Marysville, Ohio. Richard Skinner, along with producer engineer Zach waddell Thanks again to the athletic director of Wyoming High School, Jan Wilking, for joining us here at halftime as we get set to start the second half of play. Wyoming trails in this division four state semifinal game to Clyde 14-7. Here's how we got to this point. Clyde took the opening kickoff of the game and drove 65 yards, capped it off with a 7-yard touchdown run from Gunnar Golden. The extra point was added by Victor Guzman Moreno, and with 7 minutes to go in that opening quarter of play, Clyde had taken a 7-0 lead. Wyoming was forced to punt on its first possession, and unfortunately for the Cowboys, the snap back to punter A.J. Washenko was low. He had to go down to a knee to grab the snap, and unfortunately his knee was down when he caught it. So it gave Clyde the ball to Wyoming 34. and They cashed in as Golden capped the short drive with a one yard TD run with 2.24 to go in the half after uh, Guzman Moreno added the point after. Clyde had jumped out to a 14 0 nothing lead. But Wyoming came back in the second quarter. The defense started getting stops and Evan Prater doing Evan Prater things. He rushed 34 yards on a scramble play, a spectacular one where he was flushed to his left, came back to his right, Spun away from defenders, stiffed arm to defender, ran through a tackle, and then ran for the right front pylon and ran it in for 34 yards out. Maschenko added the extra point with 5.04 to go in the first half, and that's where we are to start half number two. Wyoming down 14-7. The Cowboys have won 28 straight games. Last loss came in the 2017 season in the regional final to Clinton Massey, 28-7. Clyde entered the playoffs this year 6-4 but rolled off wins as the eight seed over number one seed Keystone, then Shelby, and then last week in the region 14 championship game over Ottawa-Glandorf to get to this point and play with an awful lot of confidence after that first half of play. Should be a great second half, and we're about set to kick it off as Wyoming, which started the game by deferring, so hence they'll get the ball to start half number two, and as you look at whatever listening device you're looking at, they're going right to left in this third quarter of play. Update from the other semifinal. Again, this being played at Paul brown Maslin tiger Stadium. Poland Seminary 11-2 on the season, leading Licking Valley undefeated by a count of 10-3 at halftime of that game. So I guess technically the two underdogs with the halftime leads, Clyde and Poland Seminary. It'll be Victor Guzman Moreno to kick it off. He's got it teed up at the 40-yard line. One of his kickoffs in the first half into the second touchdown. Clyde was called for going off sides, and they were clearly offsides on the play. It was a weird circumstance where Guzman Reno kind of hesitated before he kicked it. Back deep for Wyoming to the far side is Sam Taylor. To the near side is CJ Hester. Neither kickoff's gotten back to either one of them. They've gone to up backs. Bo Thomas at the 30 to the far side. To the near side, Nathan Glisson, and then in the middle at the 25 is linebacker Aaron Hancock. And those would be the three that will probably wind up, one of the three will probably wind up getting this football here. So the clock's finally wound down after the normal 23 minute lengthy halftime, which is just far too long. But no one's asking my opinion of it. So we're about set to go. Second half, state semifinal action. Strap it on because this should be a great second half of football. Here we go. Moving on the football, Guzman Moreno, and he gets away a line drive kick, the Thomas takes on a short hop at the 28, runs across the 30, jumps across the defender at the 35, and upended it at the 36 yard line. So again, they kicked it short, squibbed it along the ground, and it was Bo Thomas to scoop it up, and Evan Prater in the offense with a chance to put something together here to start half number two, and maybe get this thing tied up quickly. Still huddled around the offensive coaching staff down below us, it's a great facility, just a three month old stadium impact stadium here in marysville Got great seating and good crowd on the hand from both clyde across the way and the wyoming fans you can hear with the cowbells down below us prater has two receivers left one to the right thomas starts the game in the second half in the backfield here's prater going to try to run left and he's going to be tackled for a loss i'll tell you what the clyde defensive front has showed some great lateral speed that time prater could not run away from walker brit who just ran him down from the backside. And he'll lose back to the 33-yard line. That was just a straight quarterback run. And Walker Britt, he and Jack Morrison both have done a great job of flashing speed. So a quick loss of four on first down. Prater has two receivers each way on second down. He's got Thomas to his left. Clyde really just got in pressure with the four-man front. Prater now going to walk up, change the play at the line of scrimmage with his lineman. Down to 10 on the play clock. He's back in the shotgun again, awaits the snap, gets it, takes it, drops the throw. Sets back at the 20-yard line. Throws a far side pass way over everybody. Tried to fit that into a tight window on the far sideline up at the 50-yard line as he tried to hit Cooper Kadish. But it was well overthrown and incomplete. And just like that, third down and long. Third and 14, Wyoming. We played just 52 seconds of the second half. Kadish stays out of the huddle wide right. Mitchell and Pagan out to the left. And now Sam Taylor gonna join Kadish to the right, so double slots each way. Bo Thomas to the left of Prater in the shotgun, looks at a four-man Clyde front of his third and long, takes the shotgun snap, drops the throw, it's a four-man rush. He dances, fires over the middle, and going up and making a great catch, Taylor at the 43-yard line. Nick Webb belted him as he caught it, and Taylor somehow hung on, no it at the 42-yard line. What a spectacular catch by Sam Taylor. All 5'9", 160 of them to climb the ladder, take the hit and hang on. And it's a first down Wyoming at the Clyde 42. Slot to the right. One receiver left. O'Gara back in the game as a wing left. Here's a handoff. Bo Thomas runs straight ahead inside the 40 and he carries a tackler down to the 38-yard line. That was Walker Britt who be carried for a bit of a ride. So a four-yard gain on first down. What a catch by Taylor. Man, clutch reception there. O'Gara goes back out, Taylor comes back in, so they'll go back to the four wide receivers. Off the hash mark to the left, three receivers go right. Kadish, Pagan, and Taylor. Mitchell by himself, wide left, the closed side of the field. Thomas to the right of Prater, in the shotgun again, looks at the four-man front, awaits the shotgun snap, takes it, fakes it, drops the throw. Now he's flush, wants to run, dances out to his right, on the move, cuts and slipped and falls, and gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that's all. Tried to plant his foot at the 40-yard line, but his feet went out from underneath him. Again, it'll be third and uh, third, and, not, not as long as last time. This will be about a third and seven. They'll mark him at the 39, so he lost a yard on that last play. Two receivers each way this time. Double slots. Thomas to the right of Prater in the shotgun. Surveys the defense. Looks out to his right. Claps his hands. Takes the shotgun snap. Four-man rush. Tries to throw the middle screen. Does so to Pagan. Other one makes a catch. 35 and cut down or slipped down at the 34-yard line. I think he might have just slipped again but he gets it into a very manageable fourth down situation. They'll mark him at the 35. We'll make it fourth and three Wyoming from there down 14 to seven early stages of this third quarter. Mitchell, Taylor, Pagan come wide left, the open side. Kadish wide right, fourth and three. Now they tighten the trip set to the left, very close to the line of scrimmage. Prater rolling left to throw. Prater on the run, trying to get outside. Prater on the run, running out of room. He's going to lose yardage back to the 40-yard line. He just ran out of real estate and finally got shoved out of bounds. Dylan Overmeyer and Jack Morrison were there to stop him. And Prater on the sideline just threw the ball into the ground, rifled it down in anger as he just ran out of real estate. And it has been a great job by that Clyde defense to not let Evan Prater escape very often tonight. Wyoming turns it over on downs and Clyde will have it at its own 40 yard line with 8.59 to go here in the third. Prater just completely ran out of real estate and had to eat it. So first down Clyde, one wide receiver to the left, wing back right, two running backs set side by side by, side by and Ryan Lozier the quarterback who's gonna go under center. Waits the snap, takes it, turns, hands it off. It's gonna be Gunnar Golden, the fullback, who runs it across the 40 to the 44. Before he was yanked down from behind, Bruce Wagers made the tackle. Pick up a three. Again, just one wide out this time to the right, off the hash mark to the right. Two running backs set side by side behind Lozier, who now reaches up and looks to the sideline. He's got Golden right behind him, and to his right is Nick Webb. And Lozier from under center. Takes the snap, drops to throw, looking right. Nobody open, now drops back left. Now dances back right. Now he wants to run and keep it across the 40. Near side 43 and knocked out of bounds right at the 43 yard line. Camden O'Gara closed quickly to get him. It'll be no gain on the play. And it'll be third and seven Clyde from its own. 43 with 8.19 to go in the third. The Wyoming defense is Really done a much better job over the since the end of that first quarter. Trying to get yet another three and out if they just turn it over on downs. Defense! 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 The champ below is for defense. They send Carson Riemann wide, left the open side of the field. Nobody else out wide. Double wings. Closure from the shotgun. Now he's gonna they're gonna put Webb back there in the shotgun. Webb takes the shotgun snap, wants to run it, runs right, has the first out of more 50, 45 down to the 42-yard line. They went with Nick Webb to come back there in the shot in the Wildcat quarterback spot, basically. They took the quarterback, Lozier, moved him to a wing left, and Webb on a third and seven run. Picks up 17, make it 18, and a first down to the Wyoming 42-yard line. Good patience by Webb. Second time he's run it tonight off of a direct snap. And one wide out, just wide right. Lodger going to go from under center with two backs behind him. Takes the snap, hands it to Golden, the fullback, big hole inside the 40, and he takes a tackler with him inside the 35, down to the 33, and maybe the 32 is hanging on for dear life Was Brendan Pagan. Depends on the spot. It looks like that should be enough for another first down for Clyde. They're going to call it second in just inches. Just outside the 32. Bozier with one wide out to the right. Two running backs behind him as he's under center. Now he raises up and looks to the sideline. Done that for the majority of the night. Occasionally they'll snap it quickly though. Webb and Golden side by side in the backfield. Neither one of them goes to a three point stance. Both have their hands on their hips. The snap the hand to Golden. Straight ahead off right guard he comes. Still on his feet inside the 30. Bangs his way down to the 25 and down to the 20 yard line. Another hard run for Gunner Golden. And that's a 12-yard pickup, and that's another Clyde first down. And boy, the Wyoming defense can ill afford down seven to give up a score here. They'll send out wide left. It'll be Rehman by himself. That's the open side of the field. They're on the hash mark to the far right. Double wings. Golden alone running back. Now they send Webb in motion off the wing left. Now he stops, walks back as they look to the sideline to change the play. Ryan Lozier, senior quarterback. Just 5'10", 189, under center. Send Webb in motion, hand Golden straight ahead. He comes and he just plows his way down to about the 17 and maybe even the 16. Nothing fancy, just a straight ahead run to the fullback. And Lozier gets three or four depending on the mark. He's be second down, they'll mark it at the 17, so give him three on the play. We are almost midway through the third quarter of play right now. And at this very moment we are as we go just under six minutes to go here in the third. Second and seven. Reeman wide left, the open side. Double wings each way. Now Webb's gonna come back into the quarterback spot. Lozier goes to a wing left. Webb takes the direct snap, runs straight ahead, has running room inside the 15, down to the 10 and down to the five-yard line. They just take Nick Webb from the wing left and put him in the quarterback spot. He and Lozier just exchanged places and the second time he's ripped off a big run on this drive by just taking the direct snap from center. And it's first and goal Clyde at the Wyoming five yard line. And they're right back to the line of scrimmage. Lozier gonna go from under center, turn, hand golden off right guard, he goes, and he's just short, lost the football. They're gonna say he was down and he was as he tried to lunge to the goal line and he's marked just shy inside the one. Quickly back to the line of scrimmage. Golden has two TDs on the night. He's going to get the handoff off left guard. He just walks right in the end zone. And Wyoming's in a world of trouble right now with 5'11 to go in the third as Gunnar Golden for the third time tonight caps a 60-yard drive for Clyde. And the Flyers now go on top by a count of 20-7 to 7 with the extra point pending. And they have just, at times, owned the line of scrimmage. And they've now added the wrinkle with Webb coming back there to drink the direct snap. Victor Guzman Moreno's two for two on point afters out of the hold of Caden Olson. Snap is good, Olson's hold is good, the kick is on the way, and that kick just inside the left upright and good as well. 5 5-11 to go in the third quarter of play. Wyoming has a 28 game winning streak on the line. And right now in a world of trouble. It's Clyde 21, Wyoming seven. This is Wyoming Cowboys playoff football from ESP Media. And as always, it's powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: London Computer Systems is a seven-time top workplace thanks to their top Cincinnati workforce. For three decades, LCS has been a leading provider of critical business technologies, including their signature property management software, Rent Manager. Take the next step in your career and join this award-winning workforce. Visit www.lcs.com careers today. Well,
0: Wyoming has found very little rhythm to its offense tonight, and the big play ability of Evan Prater has shown itself once, but more times than not, the Clyde defense has hemmed him in. Wyoming needs a big offensive series here late in the third, down 21-7. as it'll be Victor Guzman-Moreno to kick it away. Sam Taylor and C.J. Hester back deep stand at the 10, but every kickoff tonight has been way short. In fact, the upback's all the way up to the 30-yard line. and Now the ball falls off the tee. Guzman Moreno will have to go back and place it on the tee. Uh, there's no wind at the moment that I can see. Both flags off to our right pretty still. He just may not have set it on the tee properly. So he's got it reset. Now moves on the football. And again, this time he's going to punch a deep one. It's going to be Taylor back at the 10-yard line. Runs straight ahead off the hash mark across the 20, 25, 30, and tripped up across the 30 to the 32-yard line. And now Wyoming's offense has got to put something together. Down 21-7, 6 to go here in the third. Over the last four years a football program, it is 52-2. So this is a team that knows how to win. It's won a tight game this year. A lot of their wins, obviously, have been blowouts. But they had that 21-18 win over Indian Hill in the last game of the regular season. And they got to pull one out right here. Prater in the shotgun, has two receivers left, one to the right, takes the shotgun snap, fakes a run left, and he doesn't get much. Now holding penalty I think is gonna be called as well as a flag comes in. He faked the pitch to Hester going left, came back by himself to the right, and they just tripped him up at the line of scrimmage. Then a flag came in right in the area where you would expect offensive holding, but let's see. Personal foul, face mask against Clyde, so Wyoming gets a nice break right there. Mark that penalty off. They'll take it all the way out to the 47-yard line. Clyde just done a great job, though, defensively for the most part, keeping Evan Prater in check. Well, Wyoming gets a spark maybe to start this drive. Kadish wide right, Pagan, Mitchell wide left, Hester's in there, the running back, is on a wing left. Prater waits the shotgun snap, takes it. He's just gonna run it on a quarterback sweep, coming left, picks up a block, comes across the 50 and tackled to the 47-yard line, but a nice gainer. As there to getting from behind was Frank Fultz. But not before Evan Prater gallops for seven yards down to the they make it six yards down to the Clyde 47. Sam Taylor comes back in. O'Gara goes out, so they'll go with the four receivers here. Two to the right, two to the left, off the hash mark to the left. Right on the hash mark. Prater in the shotgun has Hester to his right. Just looking again at a four-man front. They rush for as he drops to throw. Throws the middle screen for Pagan. Makes the catch at the 45. In the clear, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, and down to the 20-yard line he goes. Just a little quick screen coming left to right. A middle screen to Pagan. That's almost a quick check down more than it is a middle screen, and Pagan carries it all the way down to the Clyde 20-yard line. Pickup of 23 yards and a first down for Wyoming. With 4.09 and the clock now rolling here in the third. Got to cash this drive off with a touchdown. Two receivers each way. Ogara's is in there as the running back to the left of Hester. Or to the left of Prater. Takes the shotgun snap. Trying to run left. Runs laterally, Trying to get to the corner. Leaps a defender. He's tripped up as he leaped him. And they may call him for the penalty here for trying to leap over to the defender. As it was Morrison who was able to grab a foot and just flip him. I think they're going to call this on Prater. For trying to leap the tackler Morrison. Morrison did a good job to stay his ground and just flipped Prater as he tried to jump over top of him. It's a gain of a yard as it is. It's going to be a personal foul against, against Wyoming. I think it's going to be for Prater for trying to leap over the defender. And Union is using maybe his leg to, to kick at him. That's a costly personal foul there. That'll back Wyoming up to the 34. They got to get to the 10 for a first down. And I believe it's still going to be first it will be, it'll be first and 24 following the penalty. They take out Taylor, put O'Gara back in as a wing back, Hester in the running back to the right of him. Now here goes Pagan in motion going to the right, handed off to him on a jet sweep running right, trying to get to the corner, gets a block, 35, 30, far side, 25, 20, foot race, 15, 10 to the five, touchdown running Pagan. They just ran him on a quick jet sweep to the right. Hester was the lead blocker and the little freshman got a great kickout block on the corner. Pagan got to the corner then used the speed and Wyoming an extra point away from being down by seven now. There is a late flag down at the 14 yard line. I believe that's a flag. I think it's gonna be post possession here. Let's see what the call is. Nope, they're gonna wave the flag off now. They say no penalty and the touchdown will stand. So Brennan Pagan from 34 yards out on second and 24. Scampers for the touchdown. Washenko with an important point after try. Snap is good. The hold down. Washenko's kick is on the way, and it is good. 3.31 to go in the third quarter. It's now Clyde 21, Wyoming 14. You're listening to Wyoming Cowboys Playoff Football from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
2: Filling an opening at your company means more than just finding an employee. You're looking for a fit
0: Back here at Impact Stadium in Marysville, Ohio, Richard Skinner and our producer engineer, Zach Waddell, Wyoming, after falling behind 14 to nothing, cut it to 14 to seven. After being down 21 to seven, he's just cut it to 21-14. It'll be A.J. Washenko to kick it off. Get back deep, the deepest in the middle is Nick Webb. He's flanked to the far side by Caden Olsen and to the near side by William Lozier. They both stand at the 10 and 15 respectively. Washenko kicking it off from the hash mark to the left. Light-footed soccer-style kicker. Moves on the football to kick it back away. And gets away Sidewinding kick that's gonna head out of bounds and skips out of bounds at the 12-yard line. He hit that one poorly and he knew it. Just, if you can imagine hooking a golf shot, that's about the snap hook that you would see right there. That thing just went right off the side of his foot and goes out of bounds. And so Clyde will start first and 10 on his own 35. And now the pressure goes back to this Wyoming defense, which this season, the most points it gave up in a game was 18. In fact, this is a Wyoming defense that on the season, including the playoffs, has given up 74 points total. And they've given up 21 tonight. But it's also a defense that we've seen tonight's capable of getting some three and outs. And they could use one right here with late in the third quarter. Because Clyde, in his drives, has really done a good job of managing clock. So Clyde will start at the hash mark to the right. And they send Riemann, the only wide receiver, out wide left, the open side. He's outside the far hash mark out that way, so he's way out wide. Lozier's gonna go from the shotgun with running backs on either side. Now Webb goes in motion from the running back right, out to a slot left. From the shotgun, Lozier takes a snap, hands to Golden, straight ahead he comes. Not much there, O'Gara came from his linebacker spot. And Hancock also there from his linebacker spot to make the tackle. As the officials helping a couple of players up. Hancock helping the running back Golden up. And it's a gain of a yard to the 36. Trip set left, Lozier's gonna stay in the shotgun, has Golden to his left, awaits the shotgun snap, now looks over to the sideline, still plenty of time on the play clock, down to 15. Now Lozier looks at his play band, now he resets Golden from his left to his right. Lozier waits the shotgun snap, takes it, drops the throw, looking left, it's covered, now he's in some trouble, he's gonna throw a pass out that way, penalty marker comes in, it's caught at the 35, and then running up to the 37 yard line, I don't know if they're gonna get an illegal block here or a hold on the defense, because they tried to set up a screen to the far side. Koviak made the catch for just a gain of a yard, but they tried to set up a wide receiver screen to the left and Wyoming jumped it. There was just a jumble of bodies over there. It's gonna be a hold against Wyoming. And that's probably the right call. Look like one of the Wyoming players just bear-hugged a Clyde player on the far side as they tried to set that screen up. Not marked the penalty off yet. They did signal holding against Wyoming. So that'll mark off and give Clyde a first down. As that'll be marked out to the 47 yard, making the 46 yard line. 2.43 to go in the third. So first and 10, Clyde on the penalty. <clears throat> Excuse me, at its own 46. Flip the hash marks though. They're on the hash mark to the left. And they'll send the wide receiver Riemann out that way. Wing back now on either side. As Lozier's gonna go from under center with Golden as his lone running back. Webb from a wing left comes in motion. Hand to Golden straight ahead. He runs and he gets it up to the 50 before he's hog tied. And I mean right around the throat area. Sam Martin just grabbed him and yanked him backwards. So again, a gain of four on first down. Golden has run really hard tonight. Got all three Clyde touchdowns. Here the Cowbells trying to generate some enthusiasm for this defense as we move under now officially two minutes to go in the third. Second and six, Clyde from its own, actually from the 50. Then Lozier under center has a wing back each way. Now in motion goes Webb. He's going to roll to his left to throw it. Fires a pass, caught at the 45 by Greenman. Inside the 40, he goes and carries a tackler down to the 35. Will Schuler and Juke Mitchell combined on the stop, but that was just a quick hitter pass. Receiver just went out about five yards, curled up, and when he caught it, Raymond had plenty of room to run. He takes it down to the Wyoming 34-yard line. And Clyde on the move yet again. They have had an answer. They've done all kinds of different formations. Use the running back webb as a quarterback on direct snaps at times. This time they come with a trip set to the right. Lozier's going to go from the shotgun with Golden to his left. He's going to fake it, keep it himself, has some running room down to the 31, maybe bounce to the 30. O'Gara first to hit him. Some help as well in there from Chris Guest. But it's a pickup of four down to the 30 yard line. And again, changing personnel. Koviak goes out. Berger, Berger rather, excuse me, Caden Berger comes back in. Off the hash mark to the left, they put Reeman to that side, the short side of the field. They'll go with two tight ends. Berger's in line up as a tight end. They put Webb on a wing right, Golden the running back, as Lozier's gonna go from under center. Now Webb goes in motion, going left, gets the handoff, cuts it inside at the 30, down to the 25, and might've fallen forward to the 23, and if he did, that's enough for a first down. Bo Thomas, the first to hit him, and cut his legs out from underneath him. But that is gonna be enough for a Clyde, first down to the Wyoming 23. And Clyde doesn't have to run another play here in the third quarter. 35 on the game clock. The play clock is yet to run. But Clyde can choose to run a play if it wants, but can also choose to let the quarter expire. It appears that that's what they're going to do. Well, maybe not. They're in a huddle at the moment. Down to 15 on the the game clock. Still haven't come out of the huddle. Play clock not running for some reason. Although, again, the, the play clock really doesn't factor in here, it's really the game clock because the play clock, the reason it's not running is they don't have to run another play. They're not going to, they're gonna let time run out. Well, Wyoming's going to win its 29th game in a row, keep its hopes alive of winning a back-to-back Division Four state finals and state championships. They're gonna have to come away with a big fourth quarter because at the end of three quarters of play here in this Division Four state semifinal game, it's Clyde 21, Wyoming 14 this is wyoming cowboys playoff football from esp media it's powered by sidearm
3: sports loveland chiropractic office has been treating patients in the loveland area since 1921. we have generations of experience that continue to lead the field in chiropractic care With our experience, we have high level of success with acute injuries as well as chronic conditions. You can find us online at lovelandchiro.com. That's lovelandchiro.com. And on Facebook.
0: here at Impact Stadium in Marysville, Ohio at Marysville High School, Richard Skinner along with our producer engineer, Zach Waddell. Wyoming down 21-14 as we start the fourth quarter of play. Cowboys defending and going actually left to right to start this fourth quarter or in this fourth quarter. Clyde will start the period with a first and 10 on the Wyoming 23 up 21 to 14. They send Kowiak, Reeman and Webb all to the right. The open side of the field, they go from the shotgun. Lozier has Golden to his left. Lozier takes the snap, fakes it to Golden, tries to run straight ahead and powers his way down to about the 21-yard line. Bo Thomas grabbed him first. Wyoming player slow to get up. That is Thomas, the one who hit him. As Clyde's Jack Morrison helped him up. It's a gain of two. Got to have a stop here, you're in a world of hurt. Second and eight, now they'll go with a tight formation, only one wide out to the left, that's the tight side of the field, that's Riemann. Running backs Webb to the left of Lozier, Golden to the right. Now they're going to put Webb in between them, he'll take the direct snap. Webb's going to try to run it right, and he's going to cut it inside at the 20 and muscles his way to the 18-yard line. Good job defensively, Guest turned him in, had a shot to get him, but. When he turned him in, there were a lot of players there. So again, they did a little trickery right there. They just put Webb, he and the quarterback Lozier switched spots and Webb took the direct snap. So here comes a humongous third down. Third and four, a little over a minute into the fourth quarter. From the Wyoming 17, wingbacks each way. Out of the shotgun, Lozier has Riemann wide left. Golden to his left, in the gun, takes the snap, fakes it. going to run it for himself. Takes it to the 16, he's bottled up there. Now it's a matter of, can they stack him up? Whistle's yet to blow and now it finally does about a yard short of the first down. Clyde was pushing from one side, Wyoming was pushing from the other and finally the whistles blew. And it'll be a fourth and one for Clyde from the Wyoming 14 yard line. And they're showing no indications of kicking a field goal, they're gonna go for it. Lozier gonna go from under center as Webb and Golden behind him, fourth and a yard. Wyoming almost jumped off sides. Now Lozier gonna get out from under center, look to his sideline. Play clock down to 15. Now Webb and Golden. Webb's gonna go to the other side. He and Golden switch spots. I guess Golden's gonna run left here. They hand it to Golden, running off left guard, has the first down as he piles his way down to the 10 and down to the nine yard line. They set Webb from the right to the left. Webb then served as a lead blocker for Golden. And Gunnar Golden picks up the first down just inside the 10-yard line. First and goal, Clyde. And right back to the line of scrimmage. Lozier has two running backs behind him, takes the snap, hands the Golden off right guard, he goes, he stood up at the nine and pushed backwards. Guest. Jewelers are a flag. I think there is, it's gonna be offsides against Clyde. That should probably be a pre-snap penalty, I would assume, unless they lined up offsides. sides. Gain is a, about a half a yard. Yeah, maybe a yard down to the eight. And, yeah, let's see if they... Assume you back them up here. Wait a minute, they're backing them all the way out to the 24-yard line. He signaled off sides, did he not? Unless they call it a chop block. Maybe it was a chop block which has an offsides look to it. So that must be what it is. So they call it a chop block and it's gonna back them up to the 24 yard line, a 15 yard penalty on the chop block, not an offsides. So the chop block's the call. So first and goal from the 24 now. One wide out to the right, wing backs each way. Well, that's a huge penalty. Big break for Wyoming. they need to take advantage of here. Lozier looking around, five on the play clock. Goes from under center. Now he sends Webb in motion and now whistles and a timeout going to be taken by Clyde. We're going to take a timeout with him. Hold your breath. 9.15 to go in the football game. It's Clyde 21, Wyoming 14. This is Wyoming Cowboys Playoff Football from ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: For over 55 years, Miller-Valentine has worked in close collaboration with businesses when they are ready to build, renovate, or expand. Choosing Miller-Valentine as your construction partner means aligning yourself with passionate experts who recognize the value of a team approach. Having grown from a small general contractor to a nationally recognized construction company, Miller-Valentine listens closely to your needs to recommend the best combination of construction techniques to fit your project. For more information about Miller-Valentine Group, please visit us at www.mvg.com.
0: Back here at Impact Stadium at Marysville High School, Marysville, Ohio, Richard Skinner and our producer engineer, Zach Waddell. So, after the timeout and that chop block penalty, it's first and goal for Clyde from the Wyoming 24 yard line. One wide out, wing backs each way. Now, Webb comes in motion to the right. Katie's going to drop the throw. Looking, now flushed out to his right. Throws a pass that is tipped out of bounds, incomplete. That was a dangerous pass because Jupe Mitchell almost jumped the route in front of Riemann. And Lozier, really lucky that ball wasn't on target. Mitchell got a hand on it just to bat it away. That's the best he could do, and it goes in complete. It'll be second and goal from the 24. Can they get this to field goal range for Guzman Moreno? I think if was fight head coach Ryan Carter, that's exactly what I'd be thinking because they make it a two-score game. Second and goal from the 24. Again, only one wide out to the right, and that's the tight side of the field. Wingbacks each way. Lozier going to go from under center, now sends Webb in motion, going left, gets the handoff, coming left, has good running room inside the 15, inside the 10, powers his way all the way down to the 5-yard line. Webb was on a wing right, just came in quick motion, they handed it to him and he rips off a 19-yard run down to the Wyoming 5-yard line where it'll be third goal. And right back to the line of scrimmage, here comes Clyde as we're in 9-side, 9 minutes to go. Lozier goes from under center, hands it to Golden, off right guard, he goes, and he goes into the end zone for the fourth time tonight, and a touchdown for Clyde. Boy, that handoff to Webb was a backbreaker because it put him in range to get down close, and Golden for the fourth time tonight, this time from five yards out, has put Clyde up 27-14 with 8.43 to go in the game. And it'll be Guzman Moreno to try the extra point. It'll be Caden Olson again to hold it. Wyoming now is going to have to score quick and try to get a stop, but they haven't gotten many of those tonight. Extra point try is on the way, and the extra point try by Guzman Moreno is good. 8.43 to go in the game. Clyde was faced with first and goal from the 24, and they found a way to punch it in. It's now Clyde, 28, Wyoming 14. This is Wyoming Cowboys playoff football from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Well, if Evan Prater is indeed Superman, he's going to have to do it right now because Wyoming with 8.43 to go in this Division IV state semifinal game down 28-14. It'll be Guzman Moreno to kick it away. Three players at the 30, two back at the 10. Kick the last one deep. He's going to send this one very high and short to the far side. It's going to bounce. Could have gone out of bounds, but caught at the 15. Running near side is Taylor. across the 25 to the 28-yard line. Actually make that... Nathan Glisson, I believe, or no, that was Hester, sorry about that, CJ Hester on the return. So Wyoming's gonna have it in its own 28-yard line and they gotta get something going here on offense. And then hope your defense can get a stop. For a while there in the second quarter to the early part of the third, the defense had done seemingly a good job, but then Clyde found a rhythm again on offense. Prater jogs out, it's gonna send two receivers to the right. One to the left, Mitchell off the hash mark to the left. Hester, the freshman back in there at the running back. Garas on a wing right, out of the shotgun. Prater takes the snap, rolling right to throw. Now he's gonna throw a screen back to the left to Hester and they're gonna sniff it out and drop it for a loss. Tried to screen it back to the left side to Hester and boy it was sniffed out brilliantly over there by the Clyde defense and Remington Norman is gonna get credit for the tackle. Sophomore 5'8", 200 pound tackle. Wyoming right back to the line, playing some tempo here. Second and 12, though we'll give him a two-yard loss. Wyoming, I'm guessing, thought they had something set up there, and Norman thought otherwise. Two receivers right, one to the left. Hester resets from the right of Prater to his left. From the shotgun takes the snap, drops to throw. Has some time, guns it to the far sideline, guns it too high, broken up incomplete. Tried to hit Mitchell over there, and was broken up and tipped away. So it's now quickly third and 12, Wyoming from its own 26. 7.55 to go in the game, 28-14, Clyde leads it. I tell Wyoming right now, a little bit out of sorts on both sides of the ball, it's taking forever to get the play call in here. Down to 15 on the play clock, but through the line of scrimmage. we will go two receivers left, one to the right. Mitchell's, there, or make it Kadish, the lone receiver out wide right. Prater takes the shotgun snap, dropping to throw it. Now he's flush. Now he's going to have to run. Fires on the run, fires into the dirt incomplete. Well, they got some pressure on from behind, and Prater might be shaking up. Now they're just going to get up slowly as the pressure came from the backside from Robbie Greenslade and Jack Morrison. Morrison's been in there all night tonight. Well, he's going to have to punt it away with 7.50 to go in the football game, and the Clyde side across from him is starting to feel it a little bit. A.J. Washenko to punt. Snaps have been an adventure. One he short hopped and had to take a knee on. Another one went over his head almost that he caught and dropped and had to quickly get out of there. This is not a good time here for a bad special teams faux pas. Snap back is a pretty good one here. washenko's well, punt is not a very good one. Off the side of his foot's gonna bounce at the 50. He gonna take a Wyoming roll inside the 40 and kind of die just inside the 40 yard line. So 7.39 to go in the game. Wyoming defense has to come up with a quick three and out here, down 28-14. The way this running game has been clicking for Clyde. Hard to see that happen at this point. Almost got to knock a ball loose. Actually marked it right on the 40. So Clyde with a first down there with 7.39 to go. Wyoming does have all three timeouts left. They got to get a stop here. Wing back each way. Lozier's going to go from under center with Golden behind him. Now Webb goes in motion right, gets the handoff coming this way, or actually going left, and he's got a nice, easy five-yard gain to the 45. Before Brennan Pagan was able to chop him down, but that offensive line is just getting a surge up front. They actually mark it in the 46, so give him six. At this stage, you almost got to start pinning your ears at the line of scrimmage and running some run blitzes because they are just pushing Wyoming off the football. Clyde no hurry, clock rolling. Game clock at 7.05, play clock at 14. Lozier still looking over at the sideline. He's into, He hasn't even gone under center yet, he's just standing there. Play clock down to eight. Now Lozier reaches under center, sends web in motion, right, gets the handoff going that way, has running room, has the first down to the 50, and across the 50 into Wyoming Territory at the 49-yard line. he was finally stopped by Sam Martin, but not before a pickup of five yards and a first down Clyde at the Wyoming 49. And with that, the clock winds under seven minutes to go. With the 42nd play clock, you're running the ball effectively. You can milk a lot of the game clock off very quickly. Clyde, no hurry, 15 on the play clock. Lozier's going to stay in the same formation. One wide out to the left, wing back each way. Golden alone running back. Wyoming puts five at the line of scrimmage now. Maybe six, actually. Sure, the safety walks up. Now, motion goes Webb to the right, gets the handoff coming off the wing to the left, to the right, runs through O'Garris' tackle and takes him down to the 43-yard line for a gain of six. Nick Webb has just done a great job running the football. This whole Clyde team does Webb, and then Golden the fullback with the four touchdowns. We're now under six minutes to go in the game. Second and four, Clyde from the Wyoming 43. Webb on a wing left. Also a wing back, Berger to the right. Play clock down to 12. They're just doing a great job milking this clock, unfortunately. Wyoming now has eight men at the line of scrimmage. They've now walked a bunch of people up trying to stop this running game. There's a hand, Golden runs for the first down inside the 40. Couldn't quite break the tackle as getting him around the ankle was O'Gara, but not before Gunnar Golden has a first down to the Wyoming 38 yard line with 5.30 to go. Wyoming starting to get as many people up at the line of scrimmage as possible here. That's about the only way you're going to stop this running game at the moment. Because Clyde is just forcing its will right now. Webb goes on a wing left, Berger on a wing right. Lozier's going to walk under center. He's got plenty of time, though. 15 on the play clock. Let's snap this with under five minutes to go in the game. Lozier continues looking at the sideline. I well, think shows a seven-man front. Now Webb goes in motion right, gets the handoff going right, and doesn't get much, but then he got a little lean as he leaned inside the 35. He got hit right at the line of scrimmage by Nathan Glisson, but then just kind of turned his body and leaned it down to the 35 for a pickup of three. Clock just draining away. 28 14 Clyde. They let it 14 0, 14 7, 21 7. Wyoming got within 21 14 late in the third. Right now it's 28 14 Clyde, the lead. Second and 7 for Clyde from the Wyoming 35. Two running backs this time. The handoff goes to one of them, Golden. Golden runs through O'Garris. Tackle. Breaks a tackle. 30. Far side. 25-20. And finally brought down at the 18-yard line. He just ran through Camden O'Garris' tackle. He's a good tackler. And he just ran right through it and gets a first down. Down to the Wyoming 18-yard line with 4.02 to go in the game. Wyoming's in a tough spot right now. Trying to get the stop and just can't do it. They actually said he went out of bounds. That's the only saving grace because it stops the clock with 4.02 to go. Webb on a wing left. Golden, the lone running back. Play clock down to eight, but they're not really milking clock because The clock stopped. Now Webb goes in motion right, gets the handoff coming right, follows his blockers inside the 15, carries tacklers down to the 10. Sam Taylor held on for dear life. Schuller, Pagan, all there, all secondary players. But not before another eight-yard gain for Webb. Webb just comes off of either wing and he gets that handoff coming almost downhill after he gets the handoff. And that clock continues to drain, and really at this point it doesn't matter. They get another touchdown here. You can cash it. And it'll be second and two Clyde from the Wyoming 10-yard line. Wyoming's well, got to get a ball knocked loose or something. Play clock down to nine as they get the huddle. Webb and Golden behind Lozier takes the snap handoff. Golden runs off right guard runs over one tackler runs over another and runs his way all the way into the end zone for a touchdown but there is a penalty flag multiple flags at the two-yard line for a moment if it is a touchdown it'll be the fifth of the night for Gunnar Golden but a bunch of flags came in right at the two-yard line and I think the touchdown's coming off the board because Clyde's walking backwards Oh, now they say touchdown. And if it is, that'll be number five of the night for Gunnar Golden. Still not seeing what the flag is for. Maybe a face mask, I would be guessing. So 3.11 to go, and Clyde goes on top, 34-14. Here comes the official signal. Personal foul face mask against Wyoming. So Gunnar Golden, fifth touchdown of the night from 10 yards out. And that's about going to do it. As it'll be Victor Guzman Moreno to attempt the point after. What a great run for Wyoming. 28 straight wins coming into tonight. But Clyde, since that opening drive of the game, has pretty much dominated. It'll be Caden Olson to hold it again. Guzman Moreno to attempt the point after. Snapback's a good one. The hold is down. The kick on the way is up, and it is good. And now here comes a penalty flag. I think they're going to get Clyde for a personal foul on the extra point. One of their players knocked Will Schuler five yards into the end zone. We'll hold it here for just a second. The point after was good. they think we're getting a post kick foul against Clyde. But let's check it here. Dead ball, personal foul against no against Wyoming. So Schuler is going to get called for it, I guess. Sure when he did it and getting hit backwards. Actually, dead ball personal foul. Yeah, it is. It'll be assessed on the kickoff. So I thought the extra point was good. They've not put that point on the board yet. Now they have. So 3-11 to go in the football game. And unfortunately for Wyoming, it was like 3-11 to go in the season. It's Clyde 35, Wyoming 14. This is Wyoming Cowboys football, playoff football from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
2: At Robert Half, we know finding the right employees is a job in itself, and it's a job we love. You see, Robert Half isn't just a staffing firm, we're people. People who believe in finding the right people to fit your company's needs. Because employees who are a good fit are more productive, more engaged, Finding a great candidate isn't easy, but at Robert Half, we know it's possible. Robert Half, the experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Learn more at roberthalf.com/radio. 311 to go in the football
0: game. Actually, they're going to call two personal fouls on that last play against Wyoming, so Clyde is actually going to kick off from the Wyoming 30-yard line if you can believe that. Okay Yeah I didn't see All I saw was a Wyoming player get knocked five yards back into the End zone after the extra point try Clyde is dominated though I mean this penalty is really neither here nor there Other than it's just a strange call The way it's kind of worked itself out So from the Wyoming 30 Is literally where this kickoff is going to come from It'll be Guzman Moreno, I'm assuming. He just pops it in the air. Nope, he's just going to send it through the end zone. Actually, sends it through the uprights. And that got a cheer from the student section across the way because it went through the uprights. Doesn't mean anything other than a touchback, but the students seem to like it. And we're going to get a chance to see Evan Prater one more time, probably the last time of his high school career on this drive. And it's been a spectacular career for Evan Prater. He's counted for... 49 touchdowns this season. 28 rushing. 21 passing. They get another crack at one more series with 3.11 to go. Three receivers left, one to the right. Prater from the shotgun takes the snap. Drops to throw, sets up the middle screen. It's caught in some troubles. Mitchell is going to be tackled for a two-yard loss. That was sniffed out again very nicely and defended very nicely by Clyde. Is there to make the stop. First man to hit him was Remington Norman. He's done that on a couple screen plays. Now two receivers each way. Prater in the shotgun on 2nd and 12 from his own 18. Takes the snap. Drops to throw it. Has some time. Guns it. And incomplete. Two receivers were over there. Both Taylor and Kadish. And it was in between both of them. And the clock stops with 2.43 to go. And it'll be 3rd and 12 for Wyoming. Clyde defense has just been outstanding. It's a defense that has had moments of brilliance this year and had moments where it's given up chunks of points. But tonight, they've been brilliant. So Here's the third and 12 play. Double slots each way. Hester to the left of Prater in the shotgun. Playing a two deep safety, look very deep. They're gonna throw it out to the far side. It's gonna be caught and then dropped by Mitchell at the 20 yard line, it'll be fourth down kind of epitomizes the night. I wouldn't have gone for a whole lot. Jute Mitchell tried to catch it on the run and then just juggled it and dropped it. And Wyoming's gonna go for it on fourth down and 12 yards to go. And you can hear their side across the way making some understandable noise. Tough one for Wyoming, 28 straight wins, just two away from a second straight state title, but it'll also tell you how hard it is to accomplish that goal. Prater on fourth down, drops to throw. It slings it up towards the 29-yard line, and it's broken up as Kadish got hit from behind and breaking it up very nicely. Timing it perfectly was Adam Koviak. and Clyde is going to take over on downs on the Wyoming 18-yard line with 2.35 to go in the game. So the brilliant career of Evan Prater is done at the high school level. He'll take his talents to the University of Cincinnati. And the future for that young man pretty darn bright. And it looks like Clyde just going to take a knee here, as Lozier's going to walk up under center. Takes the snap, takes the knee. with the 40-second play clock, they're still probably going to have to, you know, Wyoming actually may technically get this back, depending on the way the timing of this works itself out. So Clyde is going to advance to the state championship game. It has not won a state title since 1995. Well, he's gonna see a 28 game winning streak snapped. And yeah, that's always a disappointment, but what a great run for Aaron Hancock and his guys. Over the last three years, they will be fit, last four years, they will be 52 for this senior class. They will have gone 52 and three. That's a pretty good run. Lozier with the play clock down to five. Gets ready to take another knee and takes the knee. Actually, Wyoming could get this ball back technically here. They do have three timeouts, but Aaron Hancock not gonna use them, no need. Down 21. And now you hear the overrated chant. I always enjoy that because you know what it tells me? If if you just beat the team you think is overrated, how are they overrated? Somebody want to tell me how that works? So that doesn't mean your win means anything. If they're overrated, it means your win didn't mean much. That doesn't. I've never understood that chant for the life of me. Clyde came in and just outplayed Wyoming. Tip of the cap to them. Six and four in the regular season. Eight seed in their region. And here they are heading to a state championship game as... Lozier takes a knee. There's a 17-second difference between play clock and game clock. So they will have to snap it again. And actually, if they take a knee, Wyoming will get a chance to get one more snap off. Wyoming and Clyde players actually already shaking hands. Which is nice to see. I'm sure for the Clyde players, man, this is is a big win for them without question. Because they... They know the Wyoming numbers. They know the program. And Clyde has certainly earned its way into the state championship game. Down to 20 seconds, seven on the play clock. I think They're just gonna take the delay of game here. Actually, I think they could take the delay and then the clock would continue. So the play clock runs to zero. Now they set it at 25. And that's probably gonna do it. They don't... Yeah, they'll just rerun the clock again. Waiting for it to go. Well, they have not started either yet. Now they're gonna actually Wyoming's gonna get the football back. Not that it, I mean, this is so academic. I mean, Lozier could almost maybe run around for 11 seconds if he so desired. I don't think Wyoming has any desire to run another snap themselves. Lozier. He'll take the snap. He just looks at the clock, he's not gone down yet. Now the official comes in and blows the play dead with eight seconds to go. He's forced him to take a knee. I mean, I get it, it's for safety reasons, but we, I think Wyoming's ready to call this a day. Although Evan Prater's gonna get one more snap in his high school career. Wyoming's gonna get the football. Just to end this. There's eight seconds to go. I mean, this is silly at this point. I get there's procedural to it. So Wyoming gets it on turnover on downs, so they will snap it once more. So Clyde has played a brilliant football game for sure. Five touchdowns from fullback Gunner Golden, but he was really the recipient of a Clyde offense that got it down in there for him to punch it in. Some big runs from Nick Webb. Their defense just brilliant tonight. Gave up a great run by Prater on a scramble. Gave up a run on a revert on a end around. But in the end, here's Prater just gonna hand it off to Hester, he runs right across the 30, 35, 40. He wants to keep running and now they're gonna say, just go down right here little fella and that's what he'll do. And that does it, ball game's over. (laughs) Clyde has pulled off the upset of the defending Division Four state champion. The team that finished number one in the Associated Press final state poll and ends a 28 game Wyoming winning streak by a final score tonight of 35 to 14. Five touchdown runs from Gunnar Golden. Clyde led 14-0 after one, led 14-7 at halftime. Took a 21-7 third quarter lead only to see Wyoming get back within 21-14 by the end of the quarter. But a staunch defense and two fourth quarter touchdowns. Has Clyde going into the state championship game in Division Four, and sends Wyoming home with a 35-14 loss. Hey, our thanks to the fine folks up here at Marysville High School in this beautiful stadium at Marysville Impact Stadium. Thanks to Jan Wilking and the Wyoming Athletic Department for having us broadcast these games. We thank you for you guys for listening. Those Wyoming fans, sorry for the loss for you guys, but certainly another great season and a great run. For my producer, engineer, Zach Weddell, I'm Richard Skinner. Thanks for being with us. The final score tonight in this Division IV state semifinal game, it was Clyde 35, Wyoming 14. You've been listening to Wyoming Cowboys, Division IV state semifinal football from ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports.